0: 7 O'Clock Comics, episode 160.
1: One city. Bird, yo. We're,
2: six. Poor oh. David. Yes. Coming yes. to you on Friday yes. the 13th. Oh. Out
3: out yeah, yeah oh.
0: we're sorry about oh. that. Don't don't no not.
4: Oh, Well,
2: what well, you know, oh,
0: yeah, it was the dude,
2: bites like, yeah, in the ass. Like, no. R-
3: r-
0: it's, really t- like r- it's, it's true. Did you give your lovely wife a nice step or a It is a very Jewish sounding way of doing it, isn't it? It is. If by that, if I
2: made it
3: little dap for dessert you know what i'm saying okay. there you go that yeah,
0: coming in a can you got to hold it upside down so the air don't okay.
3: dap, in cool
0: okay. pretty disgusting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but. Oh. chris is all fired up and ready to go
2: he was. Well, now he sounds all tired and shit. And like, oh, he was, all, he he was, was go, spitting venom before. I my ass to go to bed.
0: Chris needs a fluffer because he's all raring to go in the beginning, and then when he gets in, he shot the wad before we started recording, and now he, he needs somebody to get him back into the, hey, when in the events, whenever,
4: whenever, whenever I'm called, I can perform.
0: Really?
3: If anyone in our forum Did ever you... gets accused of a crime and tries to get out of it for reasons of insanity, all we need to do is point him to last week's episode thread and that'll be all the proof that the legal system needs that they're fucking yeah, insane' yeah, it's
0: pretty it, it is pretty crazy yeah. did you know I just read somewhere actually i read in uh it was in uh cinema sewer it's a great zine uh that Johnny Wad could almost shoot on command <laughs> I didn't know that <laughs> oh. i mean imp- how impressive is it that he's got one of the biggest ones ever but that he can not only all get it up and sh- yeah get it and crazy. get it in shape and Make it go off when he wants it to. See, that's crazy. Like drugs are bad. <laughs> well, and he was a douche though because he a little bit. Yeah, because he was hitting the the biscuit when he was sick, and that's not good. Yeah, no, that's, not that's, good. That's, that's, that's a not can, good. that's a that's tantamount to murder.
3: That's not a good look. It's no. not. It is not. not a good look. It's like kind of like DC's numbers April. for it's last kind month. Of like the April numbers. Bring
4: it back to the had comics. Had Mm-hmm. Yeah, back, back to the craziness of the forum thread. Whenever people started throwing around crazy comments like "Pirates of the Caribbean" or that trilogy is better than the Star Wars trilogy, I am oh, out of here.
2: They no,
0: they did say prequel enough, it,
2: though. That way, way deeper. Got, than that. Like with Fast and Furious, love you, Julian, but you know.
0: I agree I, that the Pirates I, movies are better than the movies. prequels.
3: <laughs> like, and I, I'll definitely go see, uh, or I mean, I'll definitely get the uh, the new one. You know, when it comes out on, on uh-huh. Netflix, I'll see it. So I mean, I'm not like saying I'm cooler, I'm you know, holier than that when it comes to the to the the corny action flicks. But I mean, come on,
0: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> come, on. Yeah. Come, on. come on, hey everybody. Look at this place. It's messy, and it's 11 o'clock comics, episode 160. Stanky. Mine, I am, my name is, my name is my, name is, my name is, Shady? I'm Vince B. It's,
4: it's B. <laughs> sure. I, actually, I actually cleaned the place up before we started recording. You did? Yeah, I tidied up. and I'm We have people to up. do that. Yeah, but I hid the duke in the corner, though. You have 17. You <laughs> <a laughs>
0: gotta <game. laughs>
2: yeah, clean the rag you're cleaning it with, though, dude. I'm David Price.
0: Did you just the duke? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that oh. little tiny john wayne doing in the corner
2: <laughs> i love archer oh dukes oh that's a great show.
0: yeah you are and and you are david price david yes. price yes you are and who was the uh, other guy did he
3: did he did, did the other guy already say something yeah he, did. yeah he did when he was complaining about how he cleaned up and everything yeah oh shit well uh i am of course uh here after newly being reelected. i am zaphod Beeblebrox
0: oh uh, in honor oh, oh, that's a, nice
4: it's a douglas adams tribute very nice
0: and i'm not going to say you're not because you are zap Beeble, Beeble five also hit. known as jason wood stirring oh, them up with the iFanboy fanboy columns i love it <laughs> uh and uh this episode of uh the past, i
4: agree with your raw. i i disagree with your raw numbers
0: that's know, true yeah <laughs> uh, th- yeah this whole like, mess go, this go back,
4: go back to your little room oh my goodness
0: <laughs> if you want to blame somebody for this you can blame discount comic book service because oh. they, they they aid in the production of this thing and uh, you can visit them on the web at dcbservice.com you can get colossal and there's a tie-in if you pay attention later on. Colossal discounts on your favorite funny books, magazines, collectibles, and all the other stuff in the previews catalog. 35 to 75% off selected items in their monthly spotlight specials. And if you are a DCBS virgin, as Chekhov would say, you can get an extra 8% off your entire order if you type the following code in the lovely well-groomed slot. What's it called, David? EOC8. That's right. E-O-C-8 is the code. Put that in there. In addition to the the just Titanic discounts, you'll get 8% more, bringing you to an unheard of probably like anywhere to over 50%. That's just sick. I'm, op-
4: I'm, I'm opening up my, uh, my, my Green Lantern Hero Clicks that I got from DCBS today. Oh God, it's coming at the God. end of the month.
0: And uh, do not forget the Summit City Comic Con, June 18th, downtown Fort Wayne at the Grand Wayne Center. Ten bucks get you in. Kids 12 and under get in free with a paid adult ticket. Tom Scioli, Mike Norton, Sean McKeever, Jason Howard, Katie Cook, Gary Friedrich, and many more will be there. If you want more information on the Summit City Comic Con, go to www.summit. Summit City Comic Con. There's two C's towards the end. Summit City Comic Con dot com. There you go. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I got Blow foam this week.
0: You got a foam? No,
2: I got foam this oh, week. Oh, me too. I, I was, always get foam. The last time I got foam, it done blowed up.
4: I saw that picture. I would that love to insane. see that. this week? It was blowed up foam. Yeah, I got all my, uh, got all my uh, uh, free comic. Your free comic so when
3: does your when, do, when does your shipment usually arrive? Mine? Yeah.
4: Uh, it'll ship on. I get twice a month, right? And it'll ship on Tuesday, and it's here on Thursday.
3: Wow! Oh, so Monday's coming tomorrow.
4: Okay. Yeah, 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 he's close to Indiana. Yeah, I I live like four hours away from him, so. Yeah, no, I know. I just didn't know. It's It's quicker.
3: I know. Way to rub it in, dude. Seriously,
0: (laughs) he lives in Chicago.
3: No, actually, I feel
4: pretty... I, I give them- All right, they have that pizza.
0: To get the comics... <laughs> Bucket <Friday>. pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't,
4: don't start on the pizza. All right, I've gone from being in a pissy mood to being in a good mood, and now you bring up the whole fucking pizza thing. I don't I know what's fucking credit wrong credit, with you,
0: people. May I have talk? a trowel to cut my pizza, please?
4: I want to hear what Jason was saying, though. Yeah, uh, go, get, Jason. I get the BCBS
3: props, because to get... My comics on a Friday that they ship out is is still pretty damn good, you know. Cause yeah. I know, I know, you know, a lot I used to use another service years ago, um, and they're still around. They're competitive service, and uh, it would come like next Tuesday, you know, like it would come like almost
2: a week after the. Book that's ship. when, yeah, that that's well, I, I'm uh, once a month, so I usually it, it'll leave. I'll get the the UPS email, um, like Wednesday, I think or Tuesday or Wednesday, but I'll sometimes I'll get it following Monday or the first Monday of of the month but most times it'll be Tuesday.
3: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay. Hmm.
2: There's nothing more depressing than having it
3: get hung up on a Friday and I do the tracking and see that it's not here uh, yeah. for <laughs> it
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I do I feel you. It it would <laughs> <it, it, laughs>
3: if Tuesday, that would happen uh, at, week, uh mm-hmm. and I can't sit all weekend looking at previews. Uh yeah. Because you
0: have absolutely nothing else to nothing read, nothing else to do, no kids no, no to take the sports. No. You got a vault no, full of books. Work. Come on. <laughs> if if, yeah, if, if that ever
4: happened, it would it would drive me to drink.
0: Oh, oh boy! And geez. what are you drinking?
4: Oh, why, Vince? Thank you for asking. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and lead off um, tonight. I'm I'm kind of clearing out the last of my of my yes. winter beers. Uh, because it's 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 actually gotten really hot we hit 90 wait 91 92 degrees Damn. this week what? so it's it's getting a little warm in in town all of a sudden so uh, i'm trying to finish off the last of my winter beers. so i am drinking a uh, cockeyed cooper bourbon barrel barley wine ale Goodness. wow
0: that's a mouthful
4: and it's uh, it's from the uh, the crooked, it's the crooked line from. I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation on this. It's um, um, Unta Brewing. It's U I N T A. Would that be
0: Unida? you need
4: it, Like a you piece.
0: needed that beer like a hole in the head.
4: You need a brewing company in Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, and yeah, it's a it's a it's a big old uh, bold bourbon barrel barley wine. So um, by the end of, I, I'm either going to be belligerent or asleep by the end of this episode. Cause I'm <laughs> I can't people. picture either so, one of them. Yeah. Pretty much status quo. Pretty much. that's cool. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, Jason, how about you? Well, uh, I mean, uh, I really wanted to go all out this week, so I decided to have the best drink in existence. Dieter. It's kind of like having your brain smashed out with a slice of lemon wrapped around a large gold brick. <laughs> uh, it's, of course, uh, a Pan Galactic Argo Blaster.
0: Oh, uh, and the hits keep uh, coming. Uh,
3: but <laughs> I actually am drink. drinking, but here's the thing, I actually am drinking a Pan Galactic gargo Blaster, which was, uh, serves. it served in a nightclub uh, in Ottawa called uh, Zaphod uh oddly enough. Uh, it is uh, one part Jack Daniels, which I have in the house, thanks to my father-in-law being here visiting. Uh, one part peach schnapps. Uh, use a highball glass. Fill the rest with OJ and a little bit of blue curacao. Some ice. Shake and serve.
0: That is very cool. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly, but I don't think that's the way Adams wrote it in the book, right? It the, was.
3: No, he did not write it that they way. They just
0: made that up themselves and called it the
4: Pangolactic. Correct. Bug. Okay correct
0: because they wouldn't have that stuff in space i yeah. think it's That's pretty right. pretty tasty yeah it's they don't have it's jack it's
3: not Daniels. bad you know i'm not a huge jd fan but no. in honor of uh it being the 10 year anniversary of douglas adams passing away uh i figured i'd uh, at least have one during the show to uh you know to commemorate so
0: you no, know what you said there's blue stuff in it i was thinking while you said that so. i i don't think i've ever um Indulged in any kind of food or drink that was blue <laughs> that wasn't delicious. Blue stuff's good.
3: Um, Smurfs. Well, actually, that, it's funny to say that because there really isn't, there aren't many naturally occurring blue foods or drinks. I know.
0: Yeah, but like Why blue raspberry, it's my favorite. Piece
4: of advice: Whenever I was, I graduated high school. It, this is a true story. He said, "He said, son, don't marry young and don't ever drink anything blue."
0: <laughs> I like blue stuff. And well, this good. isn't really
3: blue because the blue mixes with the orange, so it's not
0: Ooh. That makes gray, like it. doesn't it? Nah, it's well it's
3: it's like a like an aqua.
0: Oh. Well then bit. they're they're not equal parts, blue and, and No, no, it's, it's much more okay. orange than, you know. There you go. Even right. even stanky nap is good if it's blue.
4: Vince. Um I <laughs> yeah, we it for you drinking this <laughs> week. Black and tan.
0: tan. Nap it dug out black and tan, buddy. All right.
4: All right, David, why don't you? Uh, um, uh, my
2: my just, drink contains sulfites. It ew. is uh, Ménage à Trois Rose Look wine. In honor of Renee, of course. Of course. Okay. And her, and her twain that stopped by last oh, night. Oh, so, what's yeah. up? Her uh, twin. I had a party, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Point me in the direction of mind.
0: the mashed potatoes. There, right.
2: Go. <laughs> All
4: right. So there you go. There's your drink, real call. Nice. Woo-hoo. Hey,
0: what, you know? What we can talk about right off the bat because I'm jonesing? What? Does it have a bat? Uh no. Man this does There's not a bat anywhere near the one I want to talk about. But uh, there was uh some, I think there was something with a bat offered on this day, wasn't? Uh, Free Comic Book Day this past Saturday. Yeah, it certainly and was. What did we read? Because I read something that I thought was the finest example of a Free Comic Book Day offering I've ever read.
3: Well, as David and I both said in the thread uh, today, we
4: have read Jack Jack Dickus so far. Yes, really. You know, I I, I did want to kind of touch on that because everyone's Free Comic Book Day is is different, and and I think that the the four of us definitely have different experiences on on Free Comic Mm -hmm. Book Day. Um, Two of us. Don't really partake in 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 the brick and mortar aspect of it, and and uh and Vince, I don't, well, I don't even know what it's. Yeah, what what do you guys what do you think about Free Comic Book Day? What do you do for Free Comic Book Day? I'm,
2: I'm not I'm not going to to speak for Jason because I know his his weekends are pretty much booked, and, and it's not my place to speak for Jason. I oh I don't want to say that I don't want to partake in Free Comic Book Day. There are no pretty much brick and mortar stores near us. Last year. I um we were out and about on, on Saturday and, and um I went out of my way to uh using I think the um I don't know if I used our GPS or if if I used the, the local comic shop locator app on the phone, but I, I did find upstate comics which was um close to the parkway on our way home. So I swung by there and that's where I picked up some of the dynamite um Project superhero books and 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 Wills a couple of Wills Catwoman issues that he wrote and things like that. So, I when I can or if I can, I will. And and my aunt will also when um if, if she's going to the card or, or the comic shop and and it's free comic book day, she'll try to grab some things for me. Last weekend we couldn't because we were both at the same communion. Thank you Jesus. So we um, we couldn't really do anything as far as a, a free comic book day this year. But like I said, I know Jason, with with the boys, he's probably got some pretty packed weekends. So, And you wouldn't want to do anything
4: crazy like take them to a comic shop.
2: Uh, well, no, it, it's actually not. For me,
4: it's
3: it, I've actually never... Get those kids away from that comic shop, Jason. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never participated in a free comic book day. Um, really? Oh,
0: it's fun. Uh, it's a yeah, lot
3: of fun. Yeah, I mean, like I think Chris said, I've heard very different stories because each store t- handles it much differently. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it's never, you know, it's always been a thing for me. Well, look, it's been a long time since I was a regular goer of 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 a LCS and and the one the only one I go to with any frequency now is Midtown and that's cuz it's where I work and so obviously I'm not there on the weekends generally. So, um but the other thing is it, just conceptually to me I always thought of free comic day um as just being something that was largely for uh you know, getting people that mess, maybe don't always go to a store to come to the store, which I think is awesome. I'm all in favor of Free Comic Book Day. I think it's a great idea. But um, you know, I hate crowd. I mean, I'm not a, I'm you know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel the need to sort of be at a place when it's at its most crowded if I can avoid it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, but fair enough. True.
0: Yeah.
4: Right, how about you, Vince?
0: I always participate. Yeah. Every every year. yeah. do you yeah, go? I, uh, Comics on the Green. In Scranton, PA, Dave Romeo, proprietor. No, it's just the the kids really look forward to it because um they get uh, their free Sonic comic and their free Bongo comic. I and mean, they take the same one every year. And I was oh, there I a bu- limit? Do they put a limit? Uh, three three books okay. per person. And I buy those two titles. Well, not two, but in the I buy both Sonics every month and I buy all the bongo comics. So, um it's kind of redundant for them to take the, the those, but they do and and th- those are a couple comics that they can mangle, you know, and and love and sleep with. But uh Dave usually has some kind of sale going on. Like I think this year was buy a trade get um one half off or something like that. I I didn't really, I, I didn't look, but I was more interested in, uh, one comic in particular. And then as Chris suggested, and I think we all did last week, uh, I gave some back. I, I bought some comics off the rack that I've been eyeing up, uh, because of the creative team and, and I didn't jump on it when they first came out. So I said, what the hell perfect day to do it. He's given me three free comics. I think I'll buy three, you know, why not? Uh, and I, I bought, uh, Remender and more. And, um, company uh, Venom number one and two which were mm-hmm. outstanding so good I, didn't, I was wondering why I didn't jump on when they came out and I bought um, uh, Jason's going to groan but I, I missed an issue of the Black Terror I don't know how but uh, the very last one <laughs> I- issue 14 so I picked up uh, Black Terror number 14 it uh, really
3: it, I, did, I had no idea it ran that long
0: yes it did I, and I, do, I, a mini. <laughs> I do believe uh, 14 is the last issue Oh, I don't darn. think there's there 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 are currently no Project Superpowers titles being published at Dynamite, which sucks because I mean yeah. they probably need all the paper to publish the uh, thirty-two thousand Green Hornet books they're publishing every month and all the covers that go. Yeah, out. but uh, no. But Chris, I want to talk about one book in particular. Uh, uh, let's see what you read. I, I picked up the Lock and Key from uh, IDW. The, yeah,
4: that that was. Um that was one of the and – and not that I was disappointed in it, but it was a reprint of a previous issue. Oh, uh, it is? Oh. Yeah. 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 I hear that because that's one of the Oh, uh, Yes.
3: Yeah. So but, it, but,
4: it's its a reprint. It's a reprint of one of my favorite issues, but it's a reprint.
0: See, I read I, – I'd read, uh, what the hell, Lock and Key in in hardcover. So yes. I, I have not seen this issue, which is really cool. And uh, just – that's a uh, great issue. Gazing at at Gabriel Rodriguez's art, oh good God! Just every page is outstanding, just loaded, loaded with lines, and the guy does really neat things with shadows. Uh, nice, there's a nice pace to it. The composition's freaking outstanding. I I liked it. I I didn't really read it. I I just looked at the art because if I read it then that would kind of sort of spoil the trade when I got it. So I I more or less just admired the art so to say. But uh but the one I really want to talk about and I I'm, I'm pretty sure Chris read this and this is what I was uh hinting at when we uh, in the lead in the Super Dinosaur Origin Special.
4: <laughs> it's fun Oh, cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Far and away the best free comic book day book I've ever read. Wow. Had, wow. It, it, yeah, it had everything, a free comic book if you're trying to lure readers, I think this book, Kirkman uh, and uh, Image and Company, covered all the bases. There, There's no question about what it is, who are the characters, where does it take place, what's the motivation, where you can get it, um, it, it what's coming out next. Uh, if you like this, there are other things akin to this that you may also like. Uh, how, how many times uh, a year does this book come out? It, it's amazing. And it's, I, I think, I mean, I love Invincible and I love Walking Dead. And I have a man crush on Kirkman as, you know, much to some people's chagrin. But I think the guy's wonderful, you know. And this, I think this is going to be Kirkman's crossover breakout hit. This the super dinosaur is going to go places. This I is going to so. be this is going to be his Ben Ten, I think.
3: Well, I was going to say, like I said when we talked about the first issue, I think that uh, this so clearly could be an awesome cartoon. And the other thing is, which is,
2: hi, <laughs> he said <cartoon>. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that bad? Yeah, because isn't that what the kid says throughout the whole book?
0: Oh yeah. Well, not, not throughout the whole book. He says it like. I'm twice just going by three what
2: three people times.
3: said in the I know. Well, Did you I
0: can't I'm go sure. by what people say.
3: But oh, uh, the toys, man, the toys are going to be off the hook. <laughs>
0: I know that's and as I'm reading this thing, uh, I read it with my son, and he goes, "Daddy, that would be so cool to have a toy dinosaur with with robot parts." And I saying said, yeah, I'm, "That's what I'm saying, yeah." And not only Super Dinosaur, but the villains are outstanding. Oh, this, Max Maximus. And no, the dinosaur villains like tri, well, Tricera chops, I w- I would kill to be able to put something like that on my shelf. Oh, and Squitty, there's Squidius. And there's a new villain that wasn't in the, the issue. The was it a zero issue? Yeah, the first one that came out. The no, Squidius. It
4: was, it was number one. This is just. A, was it?
0: All right, I'm yeah, thinking design one shot. Yeah, the uh, Squidius character is awesome. It's like what they threw something in front of the ghost of H.P. Lovecraft and says, "You know what? It me a, a villain. That's what it looks like. Cthulhu mixed with a giant squid mixed with." Uh, some kind of golem type creature and he's got mecha parts on it.
2: It's, it's just nice. fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. But the thing is, you get you get a huge chunky story in the beginning that sets up the entire universe, tells you who Derek Dynamo is, how he met Super Dinosaur, what their history was, how Super Dinosaur got the way he got, you know, the problems with Dr. Dynamo and the team up with Max Maximus, what Max Maximus did to... Turned the dynamo family away from him, and vice versa, how he lost his arm the the kingstons there's like data pages in the back with every pertinent character uh, written from the the perspective of Derek the kid so the 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 language used is what you would expect uh what is he fourteen years old I think twelve or fourteen uh, around there twelve the yeah it's it's in a language that's a very bright well a genius. 12 year old would write you know like when he's describing Aaron Kingston the blonde uh, pair of the twins he's like yeah she's kind of cute and I-, I like her and she tried to kiss me but I'm not going for that because girls are yucky and then when he gets to Erica he's like I don't like her I wish she would just leave just just get out of here uh, she, did super di- you know, she doesn't even like super dinosaur so how good could she be and uh, then you get a couple profiles of the villains and the hollow earth which would probably please neil adams to no end uh it's it's just an amazing and and amazing book loaded with action but the neat part about it is it's not all just action kirkman is laying a really solid foundation with these characters like super dinosaur and Derek. they're buddies they've grown up together and they they play off each other and they, they it's just it's amazing how this came out of nowhere I don't know how long Kirkman and uh, Jason Howard and company have been working on this but this idea usually it takes a series a while before the the plot starts rolling and and it clicks this clicked immediately with me I, I just read this issue and I mean I read the last one but this one seems more fully fleshed out there's a lot more information in this and rightly so for a free comic book day offering i mean if you're going to give this away way to protect pers- prospective buyers potential buyers yeah you want to you know bait that hook really really well and that's what he does it's just outstanding it's so damn good and and jason howard seems to have matured slash evolved uh, from his um Wolfman, Wolfman, Wolfman days. I mean, he was good on that, but it that was th- the
4: la- that was the last comic they worked together, which also launched on a free comic book day. Yes, it, the,
0: the um, Wolfman's more designy. Um, this is more straightforward, just well delineated action and adventure, and I think it's just going to be a huge hit. If it's not, I, I don't know. There's there's really no hope for um, our our comic book industry if something this good doesn't click with a lot of people it's just well, there, uh,
4: there, there's stuff that's it, really good that doesn't click with people all the time so right
0: but this has the potential to reach children too i mean if he gets a cartoon off the ground this is going to be massive oh, what yeah, kid cool. what kid doesn't like dinosaurs totally. and, Although, and and robots
3: again, the, the cartoon could be massive without the comic being much of a success
0: well right right but i mean this is the seed so he, yeah, he probably mm-hmm. needs something to shop around but i i'm hoping my fingers are crossed well, i want those heat, action right? I mean, figures yeah. He's
3: the he's the only guy to do what he's doing in comics, obviously, and and on top of that, he's got Walking Dead working for him. So I'm sure Hollywood is.
4: <laughs> that would be that would that would be really interesting for the uh, from outsiders looking in that the guy that is the creator of the Walking Dead would also be the creator of like a a very Ben 10 type
3: <laughs> yeah. type character. And and, and, Joe, and there's He created
4: Ben 10 and and,
3: uh, and butcher baker. Marathon, and, yeah, so. yeah, butcher baker.
4: And,
0: yeah. But yeah. there, there's violence in it, but it's mostly done off-panel, which is cool. Like uh, yeah, Maximus, Maximus gets his arm bitten off by Super Dinosaur, and they don't—they—they kind of—they—they they hint at it. Like you can see Super Dinosaur's jaws inching towards his arm in one panel, but you, there's no gruesome stuff. I mean, the next time you see him, he's got a cool robotic arm. A robotic arm? Who doesn't want a robotic arm?
4: Shit, I want a robotic
0: arm. I don't know anybody who wouldn't like a robotic arm. <laughs> but no, it's it's very cool, and and yeah. um,
4: it was good. I'm, it was not my fa- it was not my favorite free comic book day.
0: Oh comic. my goodness, what would that be?
4: Uh, my favorite free comic book day comic by far was Captain America and Thor, the Mighty uh, Avengers. Wow, it was awesome.
3: I know who drew that.
4: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's 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 Roger Langridge and and Chris Somni. It, you, you could, I mean, it was, it's basically like the last, for me, it's kind of like the last issue of Thor, the Mighty Avenger.
0: Why would they, I don't, I mean, I, I obviously because of the movies, mm-hmm. but was this especially done for Free Comic Book Day? Like, this, yeah. it's not a, oh, cool, it's not a lead into anything, it's just, here's Captain no, Thor. It's,
4: it's, a, it's a one-shot story of uh, Thor, present-day Thor. And nineteen forties World War Two era Captain America being transported back in time to the uh, King Arth- into Arthurian legend, you know, Knights yeah. of the Round Table, as as Loki has uh, basically uh, kidnapped and taken prisoner Merlin, and has a plot to to kind of take over the realm, and and Captain America and and Thor. B- more or less have to have to set him straight in uh in in you know great uh, thor the mighty avenger style so it was a uh, uh totally uh age appropriate thor and and cap story it was it was fun it uh you know continues to have loki in uh you know with with you know, modern speak which is kind of funny there's there's no hint of 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 you know norse you know dialect out, out of them it's uh yeah it was a really really fun and obviously beautiful issue so yeah that was far and away my favorite my favorite free comic book day book wow mm. and who published it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's free comic book day oh okay i, see, I a, see oh it's a marvel book oh all right now
0: what is the name of it captain america and thor the mighty what
4: Captain America, Thor, the Mighty Fighting Avengers.
2: Huh.
0: Wow!
4: And it's I
2: right think, off the top. I down. think that is one of the. Yeah, I think that's one of the ones that I, I picked from uh, from DC. It's along with the Green Lantern Clicks. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember really why. Well. I might have picked the Ascent. I have no idea what I picked for uh, for. for my uh, another one that
4: looks really good is uh, the Dark Crystal.
0: Mm, not really, really? Mind, is i mean it looks it, really good now is that s- still coming out of tokyo Pop?
4: no it's um arkea oh arkea is going to release two uh two volume uh graphic novel story about the origin of of the dark crystal isn't the, uh, isn't the FCBD book uh, actually
3: a Dark Crystal slash Mouse Guard flip book?
4: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's also got um, uh, some Dapper Men. And in the middle, something that I was excited about, but now that I see who's doing the artwork, oh. I'm really, really excited about it. It's got um, some preview uh, art and the story of Jim Henson's A Tale of Sand. Ah, oh, with Ramon Perez art. Yep, with, yeah, with Ram- yeah. Yeah, Ramon Perez, which is... I'm I'm on board with that. You know, Arkea is those those folks are putting out some nice stuff. They do put out great stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah not sure about their business model because <laughs> they sell their stuff for they cheap at cons. That uh, no one ever buys yeah, their stuff at yeah. cons because of that. But yeah, well, you know, it's and yeah, I, usually I, I, on a Sunday. Know. What's that? And usually on like and usually a a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't know what we're talking about, at at at, at I would say well, at least at every con I've ever been to. Arkea has usually it's buy two, get one free on Friday and Saturday at the con, and then it's either fifty percent off on Sunday or if it's a con that's they're not doing a ton of business, it's usually buy two, get three free. So you're getting basically sixty percent off hardcovers, which is pretty insane. So
4: Yep. Yeah. yeah. So um but yeah, the dark crystal stuff looks gorgeous. It's uh, illustrated by Alex Um uh, uh Sheikman and Lizzie John. And it looks gorgeous. So that was uh, that was another one that uh, that I really liked.
0: Hmm. So I'm I'm trying to w- remember if it was Tokyo Pop that published those uh, manga Dark Crystal volumes because yeah, well, obviously this isn't, this isn't
4: manga. It no, was, well, I
0: mean yeah. uh, the license, though. Obviously, Tokyo Pop's in the tubes mm-hmm. as far as the United States is concerned. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who did. Uh, spec work for Tokyo Pop got burned. I mean, the the rights to whatever they worked on, even if they created them themselves, is is still being negotiated, and they're not making it easy for a lot of people to to get their their properties out. And I was wondering if that Dark Crystal license was oh, you know extracted it, it, it's, from.
4: It's RKS now. I w- I well, would say. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. There is one that I think was totally not kid-appropriate, and I was a little shocked whenever I got into it. But then again, I have a huge fear of sharks, (laughs) so the uh, Discovery Channel top ten deadliest sharks scared the bejesus out of me. It was gruesome. It was made me never want to go into the water ever again. It was Jaws all over again,
2: and they had the big shark in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
4: <sharks. laughs> it's the third coast, dude. dude. I'm as far away from them as I can get. Uh there and there's another story that's called No One Survived a Cape Buffalo Attack. And it's about a a giant Cape Buffalo attacking these hikers. It's it is it is gruesome, horrific stuff. I was I was shocked. Shocked.
0: What the hell's the name of the book?
4: Discovery is- Channel Top Ten Deadliest Sharks. <laughs>
0: What's Discovery Channel doing publishing comics? No, it's,
4: it's, it, it's actually it's actually pretty cool. If if you have uh, I, uh, kids that can handle like some gruesome shark attacks in their comics, mm-hmm. it, it does talk about the the great white as a predator and why it's the number two most deadliest shark. And uh, and yeah, it's uh, apparently this company number- it's it's silver, da, 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 silver. Silver Tiger dragon. shark
0: is number one, right?
4: Yep. Uh, um, uh, which is, I, I, what was Jaws based on? the The book was that a was that a bull shark? It was a bull shark.
0: Was it really? I didn't know that.
4: Yeah, it was a bull. Well, you guys should know this. You're East Coasters. It was a a bull shark <laughs> that that got up into the New Jersey river system, and it, it Jaws was based on true events that were in you know inspired by true events and it was like this turn of the century deal where yeah where a bull shark got up into the New Jersey river system and and killed killed a couple of people wow started a big shark um fear and hunt
3: yeah i don't i don't know dude peter i'm not sure that peter benchley i I was pretty sure cuz he's from jersey i was pretty sure that uh he based it off of the jersey shore attacks from the early 1900s but Wait, maybe it, maybe he got in, maybe he got it from both. I don't
0: know.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I, I, it's actually yeah. I'll check on it. But in the documentary for the for
3: the but
0: doesn't that sound like kind of the same thing?
4: No, no,
3: no, no. The, I'm talking about in in the early 1900s. There a great white uh, shark uh, was found off the coast of Long Island, and then he uh, he he killed a bunch of people off the coast of Long Island, and uh, and uh, and attacked a bunch of people off the coast of Jersey.
0: And they killed him by shooting a big old oxygen tank.
3: Yeah, I don't think that happened in the early <laughs> 1900s, but yeah.
4: Smile, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh,
0: <laughs>
4: so, yeah, it's. Uh, did you get um, uh, the Intrepid Escape Goat? Yes, I did. That was pretty cool. I haven't read yeah, I,
0: I liked it a lot. It's from um, the people that publish uh, uh, Stuff of Legend. What's the name of that company?
3: Oh, um, uh, third Third World, right?
0: Yes, and it's written by the guy that writes stuff of Legend, I think. Oh,
4: really? It's, well, yeah, it's a it's a footbook. Uh, yeah, Bo Bo Smith. No, Bruce no, Brown. Bo, not
0: Bo Smith. Bo Smith yep. is the burly comics burly man. Uh, uh, Brian, yeah, uh, no, I liked it a lot. Uh, the the scapegoat is it's a really clever n- name, uh, scapegoat. He's a master. He's like Mister Miracle. He's a master of escape. He can escape from anything, and, and he's he. A he tours the country doing his act, and in this one, he's in Egypt, mm-hmm. and uh, he has an assistant. Uh, I think uh, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, but I want to give it a shot. Facade or facade? Facade is his assistant, and it's a snake with an eye patch and a fez. How nice. cool is that? That's and and wow. the uh, the the snake it turns out to have double crossed the escape goat and set him up because. Mm-hmm. Uh, well read it it's 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 cute it's it there's there's a lot of funny parts in it and you get a little bit of um it, it i think would be more appropriate a discovery channel comic than the goddamn shark attack thing uh there's there's a little bit of egyptian lore and and stuff in it and it's fun and it's indiana jones-ish i liked it a Dr. lot jones yeah no yeah, love for you it's a, it's a love.
4: A, yeah it's a flip book for uh for uh stuff of legend which uh jason um uh, thank you for turning me on to it because I love that series and I actually got the uh, the second trade arrived today.
3: Nice, mm-hmm. nice, yeah.
4: I love that book. Charles Paul Wilson, baby.
0: I did not flip. I'm sorry.
4: Just flip it over, it's there. I, I didn't I did
0: and then I flipped it back to that.
4: Oh. Uh, um <laughs> But <laughs> free comic book day was uh, it's 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 really a lot of fun in Chicago. Just because there are so many stores that are, you know, within a a ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty-minute proximity of each so other. So many creators. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you can literally start on one side of town, and and just just keep going all day before you would even get into the suburbs. And the the stores in the suburbs have all of their stuff going on. But um,
2: does everybody it, have their nets ready? Have their so what nets? Because I know Chris is going to start dropping names in a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
4: Tony Akins was at Third Coast Comics, which was which was cool. And then uh, at Dark Tower Comics, uh, they had Chris Burnham and Hilary Barda, and Chris Burnham drew an awesome uh, Herc for my Avengers jam piece. So I get a I oh, nice. So so I got an awesome Hercules in that, and I started my JLA jam piece uh, with a Hilary uh a Plastic Man.
0: Oh, damn, I knew you were yeah, going to see that, you son of awesome. a bitch. Uh,
4: it is awesome,
0: Then yeah. he shouldn't own it. It should be winging its way to Pennsylvania.
4: <laughs> that's that's done more. Uh, and then uh then I, I finished up at, I, I only I, I spent about four or five hours and just kinda of run around. Spent a couple hours at each at each shop and uh went down to Challengers and it was uh, Chris Mitten and Mike Norton. Yay. Year, Chris Mitten did uh a moon night for my for my Avengers jam. So and awesome. uh, and yeah, picked, picked up uh, picked up a couple of free comics at each at each spot and bought at least a trade at each one. I got a, one of the Tardi collections, the Challengers, and oh, I bought a bunch of the Eagle Moss statues over at Dark Tower. So yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was a, it was a really fun free comic book day.
0: You know, while you're on the subject of the Tardy collections, in my last box I got the uh, Ar- Arctic Marauder, mm-hmm. and awesome. I, I I would just like to make a. Uh, a desperate plea to fanographics let's settle on a size can we <laughs> settle on a size for this tardy stuff the it's, the, it's uh,
4: the only it's the only one that's different though
0: no it's not the 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 U R here and the west coast blues are smaller the the uh adele blanc sec is has a rounded spine this one has a squared spine like let's settle on something aren't let's they trying to make pe-
2: yeah I mean, I think I, they're I, intentionally are, doing are, it that way. Series? I mean, I know it's all yeah. one creator or one, but uh, are the series like what you just said the the, the bonsai, are the rounded? Maybe those will stay rounded, and then his other works will be a certain format or or, or size. Yeah,
0: I'm not yeah. one to bi- yeah, because, to bitch about that either because I don't give a yeah. shit. But
4: well, I mean, the one that's based on the prone gunman is 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 uh, it's in previews now.
0: Yeah. Lining up his shot. Sniper lining up his shot.
4: Which, Yeah, it's based on a, a book by Manchette called The Prone Gunman. That's going to be the exact same format as West Coast Blues and War uh, uh, cool. of the Trenches. Yeah, War yeah, of the yeah. Trenches. And, and, um,
0: but, but even those aren't the same size. Um, the, the width no. Of, of... No, the width of the you man. are there... Wait,
2: the width. Wait, so you're getting more pages it's, in one than the yeah. other? No, no, no. I'm not saying
0: <laughs> thickness. I'm not saying thickness. I'm saying... I'm saying width of the cover. If you were holding it
3: to front, okay. Oh, I all right. Yeah, spine, wow. yeah. The oh, are width, they really, I, was, I have them all. I have them all. I thought they were all. The same. You are
0: here sticks out about a quarter of an inch, oh, an eighth, okay. of an eighth to a quarter of an inch farther uh-huh. than West Coast Blues. <coughs> That's nutty. I know it's not OCD, and I'm, i i I hate myself for talking about this. But I, I was putting this stuff on the shelf, right? I was Treat, organizing. This and I'm is like, oh shit. no, that doesn't bother me either. It's just it's just like wow. if you if you're publishing the works of a fame, like look what DC's doing with the Jack Kirby stuff. The Fourth World stuff looks the same as as the the uh, creep, yep, you know, yeah. not the creeper. Well, yeah,
4: it but does look <laughs> the same as the creeper, even no, though it's Ditko. Yeah. right, right. But I'm
0: just like. I, and and it doesn't it does I guess it does ben, bother me yes, but you have tardy let's it, make them all look the same. You're a
4: graphic designer, for tra- so trade dress matters to you. It's okay. It doesn't. You, it you can invent it. It's okay. I,
0: but honest to God, cross my fingers. I mean it. I mean two fingers up to whoever. It doesn't bother me. It's just like this <laughs> why, is nutty. Up. I don't know. <laughs> that's why I'm at. I don't know.
2: Speaking of Chris's Avengers jam piece, I can't wait to see who's going to do Doctor Druid. Nice druid
0: get sealy Dr. to, Dr. uh, pretty... to do
2: gilgamesh
4: <sighs> you know I, I i'm leaving it up to the artists so it's it's whatever they want to do
0: i shouldn't have brought the tardy no. thing up because now i sound like a, a, an anal retender right. it'll give it'll douche. give
2: somebody to talk it'll give somebody something to talk about for eight pages in the episode <laughs> oh so,
0: and if you want to participate in our weekly episode threads on our forum you can find the forum at uh bullpenbulletinspodcast.com that's one word or uh, dot comicscom yeah forward slash forum or you can just go to 11oclockcomics.com and just Match there's 11 little,
2: with the two ones don't right don't
0: spell out 11 we were it's lazy roof. yeah and uh you can get to us there We'd we'll, we'd love to have you uh, and if you have the time, kick us an iTunes review. I know that we usually save this for the end, but we're inching towards 300 reviews. I'd like to see 300 because it's like a. It's oh, cool. Lordy. Yeah, it's cool to have 300 reviews. Because then we can be uh, in the same league as that groundbreaking um, graphic novel, a.k.a. miniseries from Frank Miller, that he's doing a sequel to that nobody's <laughs> going to read. <laughs> Is it a sequel or. A <laughs> it's a prequel, but the it's a sequel that if everybody you, you know. Yeah. Nobody demanded. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about something we love. Actually, what do we wait. got? All
2: right. all right, all right, all right. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Not me. I want somebody no, no, else no, to I talk. talk
2: about something we love. I love you. I know, but, but I can't to talk. Share talk. It. Nobody's gonna listen to me
0: talk about you for forty-five minutes. No. Why don't we? Uh, Jason can lead us off, and and Chris, what? if they want, I'm you doing can tag ghosts, team. No, let's talk about the thing we've been hinting at for two oh. weeks, three weeks. Bulletproof coffin. Oh yeah. Yes, well, let's talk about yeah, that. I,
3: I mean, I'm happy to talk about it, but I I, I don't know that I w- I'm going to leave it at all.
0: <laughs> well, we did go into the first issue in pretty exacting detail yeah, when it came issue. out. So we don't Right, we don't have to do the whole rundown. but Yeah, how much is our thoughts on it? Yeah, I know Jason had a flip-flop. He initially... It's true. Lowballed the ending but then he went back and thought about it again and now he's he's uh why don't you just tell him? i don't want to put words in yeah now.
3: well it's true uh, what was it last week or the week before i yeah. uh i kind of was dismissive of it saying that i really enjoyed it until the end and then it let me down um and i went back and reread it and cuz i was thinking about a lot about it and uh and i yeah i did i did a 180 on it i i uh i i think i gave him short shrift with their ending uh, it was it was a lot more uh delicately handled and uh and uh clever than i gave them credit for in the first read-through
0: um so i don't know if i was alone in that to hear that what's that i'm pleased to hear that oh you feel um
3: because i took it when i when i first read the ending i took it as like one of those beat you over the head like wah 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 and i thought really like we have this wonderfully creative unbelievably nuanced you know, miniseries, and then it ends with a, oh, the damn corporate comics are evil. And I thought, really? Like, that that's what this was all about? Like, that's how you're, that's, your, that's how you're sending this off? But then, I was thinking more and more about the scenes, and that, in particular, the fact that the protagonist in the book is a fanboy, you know, through and through. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, Hell yeah. he's, he's got a bad relationship with his wife, he doesn't really love his kids, his whole pleasure in life, he's got a job, he doesn't, you know, his whole pleasure in life is his little, Attic geek man, you know, man cave comic room, whatever you want to call it, with all of his tchotchkes and his comics and his, and his, you know, pop culture items. That's just really his whole mode of existence. And he just is so passionate about it. And, and I kept thinking about it. I thought, you know, at the end, there is the corporate comics thing and, and there's certainly the message there. And, 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 but yet at the same time, it wasn't just about that because, uh, because Shaky and Kane, who are characters in the book, give, Give you know they sign on the dotted line and they're they're really not busted up about it at all you know and and really the only person that's really upset about the whole is the fan is the fan and well, then I thought you know that's actually pretty clever because that really is in a way you know I I think and then I've subsequent to that read some interviews with them to see if if I was if my conclusion was right but they you know they were basically lambasting the entire lot of us well, all of us I mean the the industry you know independent creators creators long time you know creators basically pointing fun at all of us and basically saying that you know uh, at the end of the day you know we're we're all willing to um, give everyone up. everyone has our, their price yeah everyone has their yeah. Price. and uh, yeah the fan and yet it's not really healthy the fan cares more than anybody else and that's probably not a good thing
0: yeah. i think that's part of what hine and kane were saying but i don't think that's all of it but to get back to what you were saying about the, the creator's uh, jump at the chance to, you know, make bank off their creations. If, it, the, Hine, the David Hine character is initially reluctant to do it. He, I mean, the, even though he was offered a, a huge sum of money, he, he pauses to think about it. Whereas the Shaky Kane character is like, hell yeah, I'm signing. Now what's wrong with you? But, but Hine...
4: Yeah, yeah, you're getting all, all <laughs> Dalek-y. <laughs> yeah, bruh. Say exterminate. Well listen, we all read it. <laughs> from- Such a sad. <laughs> what what were your, what we y'all's impressions? I I well yeah, I think where Vince was going is that is that Hein was uh, which obviously david Hine, the writer of the series and, and the writer in you know in the book that, that is being tracked down you know hein was the one that that came back to big two comics and and wrote some garbage pretty much just for a paycheck and it was it was kane that had kind of stayed away and and had been a reclusive very ditko-esque and and it kind of stuck to his um stuck to his guns about you know his the, the 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 creative purity of what they were doing and then you get to the end of the book and and he's like oh screw that you know this is our last our last chance to to cash in and we're taking it and so i i think there was the kind of that that flip-flopping in the creators and vince you can just say davros if i if you think i'm right
5: before <laughs> all right
4: <laughs> but uh no i i i absolutely loved it i thought it was creative as all hell i love the character designs and the yeah, uh sure. with with each with each issue the comic inside the comic which became more and more of the story and and uh, more meta as it went along i thought was just fucking brilliant
0: how am I doing? Yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, I th- you might be better.
0: I'm always better.
4: Oh, you're
3: good. Yeah. All right.
0: Now, okay, cool. But the the uh the setup is re- I think the setup is really neat. And again, it speaks to what Jason was saying about this is a treatise on the audience as as opposed to. In addition to, but as opposed to...
4: It's also a commentary on on the industry and family. Yeah,
0: but I mean, you have the Coffin Fly, who is a cultural curator. He he, he just wanders the landscape of this, this, this desolate, bombed out, irradiated, horrible soulless place just scooping up examples of of pop culture i, I love the line in issue three the coffin fly wages a lonely war against those who would plunder and desecrate mankind's heritage and this book is just loaded with little i want to call them easter eggs but they decorate the Coffin Fly and Steve Newman's world with these little examples of pop culture. You, you have like one panel have universal monsters like Frankenstein and the Wolfman, and you have the Aurora monster models. Both of the clowns in here. That, that famous George Adamski UFO, if you know what I'm talking about, you've seen it. There's Don Post masks in here. Batman makes an appearance. Batman, he's he's got six eyes, but it's Batman. Jimmy yeah. Olsen wearing a pair of X-way, X-ray specs. Invasion of the Man. There's even a Dalek in the bulletproof coffin, mm-hmm. so I'm you know. To hold that against the stop book. it! But and and <laughs> yeah, and so we're going
4: to talk about that in a little bit. It's no, it's Jesus. a
0: neat it's a neat thematic tie-in because the Steve Newman character does exactly what the coffin fly does. He he works at a job he doesn't really care for because it gives him access to all this pop culture stuff, and he hoards it and protects it and stores it away in in his attic. But including the uh, the commentary on on uh, the fanboys holding the creations more dear to their hearts than uh, the creators themselves, I think one of the keys of this whole series is when the old dude zaps in to save ramona uh queen of the Jung queen of the stone age sorry uh, he says something to her like the only thing that can save the world is to restore the sense of wonder that once uplifted the human spirit right that that to me is saying, you know what? You guys are, are getting numb to this shit. You're, you're reading too much into it. You're analyzing these characters way too much. Uh, so what if Thor couldn't lift this weight based on the si- the density of his muscle mass? Like, Don't think about that. Just lean back. And surrender yourself to the wonder of the story. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys are overthinking this stuff. You're supposed to have fun with it. Th- that, to me, was the message i mean uh, there's there's many in here but to me that one was the one that i i I put on the top of the stack because we do that we we, i mean come on i do it everybody does it they're like how the hell could batman jump from that building and not break his ankles don't think about that shit just enjoy i'm not saying turn your brain off but accept the fact that there are some things these guys can't can do that are outside the laws of physics and yeah. you know, physical limits of the human and superhuman anatomy. Just And enjoy you know, riff remote
4: on it. Con- and just enjoy the fact that there are remote control lab monkeys with sockets for hat. <laughs> I want one. Yeah,
0: sure. If I had a U control lab monkey, oh, go get me some soda. You yeah, know? That'd be <laughs> and, and, and
2: I like how um how Vince mentioned the uh the main character's name a few times: Steve Newman, Newman. If, uh, or, Nyman. or Nyman, or Norman, or Noman. If Noman, if yes. The, uh, the previously in pages, I, I I really enjoyed this collection because it um it it not only gave you the covers complete with barcodes of, of all six issues, but you, know, you flip <laughs> the cover and you You're see freak, you know the the yes. previously in bulletproof coffin. So and and with 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 the and Dickie and everything else. So, I mean, you have everything that they published in the single issues. You get uh, in, in the six issues. You you get in this in this collection. The ads. The, I mean, the art. The art is 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 a awesome mix of Kane's a of Kirby and and Darrow and Maki and it's just there's there's a whole lot of of everything in here. And I I didn't know after reading the first issue. I didn't know. And, and that was all I've read. I was waiting for the collection. I didn't know where it was going. I had no idea what we were, what we were going to expect. I didn't bother reading the solicits because I just knew I was going to, to buy it once it was done. And um and I was along for the ride. And even, and, and normally I, I see things, normally I can see things coming. Um when, when they're set up like that, especially when um when he finds a little trinket and puts it on later, and then you get to the t- towards the very end of of the book and uh, and and the way things play out, and I, even I didn't I, I didn't see see that coming, and it just it it works everything about it, and 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 Homeboy's yeah. buddy who who comes and, and and swings by in the car picks him up and knows knows what's going to happen to him, but he still comes for it, and and the way the comics play everything out, it was it this was just so much fun. It yeah. was uh, it. I mean, we 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 said how you know, creators create the, the, their love letter to comics and things like that. But this was just this was just a load of fun. And I mean, I will I will revisit this often. I, yeah. I mean, when, when it gets to the very end with the whole, uh, you know, you see the pencil page and then you, you you close up on the script and then you just turn the page and then it's just blank and it there's just there's nothing in here that was uh, and you just you ran down. A lot of the things that he has in the room, and you see things in the back of the panels, and 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 like when uh, Ramona's alter ego is is reading the story to uh, to her son as she's putting him to sleep, and you know, did you spot all the clues and little things <laughs> like that? And continue it continued after the next page, and but there are, um, you know, there wasn't anything that they just that either creator wrote or drew just to throw it in the book. Everything. That, that that I'm noticing in here is is deliberate. Everything there was a reason for for putting everything in these panels on these pages, and yeah. it, it it was it, it it really is a load of it, I think it's worth it. Well, let me ask yeah. you a question.
0: Uh, this series had a feel to me that was very reminiscent of another image series, unfortunately unfinished. With the whole 1963. Uh, you betcha. Didn't it feel like 1963 in some parts? Yeah. I was, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like deja vu in some spots. I mean, not obviously, it's not the same characters, but just the the. You
2: know what? This didn't even really feel like. And I know, you know, with with everything that they've been doing ever since, you know, the original seven, and, and we were talking about Blue Estate last week, and, and you know, of course, they do The Walking Dead, and Image publishes a whole lot of stuff. But this, I, we read books from a lot of different publishers, and and certain stories, certain books, certain titles feel like uh, when I was talking about Giant Size Adam and and you know how how the way Lemire wrote it felt like it could have been told in the Marvel style and it, it but this did not feel like an image comic at all to me. This could have been this could have been published in the 80s. And and it would have been it would have been perfect back then too. It it's it's timeless. I really have no problem giving this to to anybody to read who just might want to see you know who doesn't want a straightforward superhero comic and and just you know see where it kind of like sort of maybe a little bit like Memento in a comic book it's just you, know, you don't know where the medium can go with with the story it's telling and, and where you're going to end up just go along for the ride and that, that that's what I got with this
3: yeah. yeah I love too that they go through the ages and I mean at the you know at the end they you know they have zombies I mean it 's great, I mean they really you know they they, they meticulously went through different periods of comic them and uh, you know and and did it chronologically, which again is really smart and shows you that they were taking a whole you know the totality of it was well conceived it wasn 't just you know them plodding along for a few you know just having fun just trying to throw things out as they thought of them. I mean clearly, this was you know well scripted and planned out from start to finish
0: yeah and I realized that the golden nugget comics that uh appear in each issue were most definitely published pre-code pre-comics code a little bit but man did they get away with a hell of a lot of stuff (laughs) i mean ramona's walking around with her her uppers and downers all visible in some spots and it's just the language and the blood i mean obviously yes they were intended to you're supposed to take them that they're vintage comics but they're pretty liberal with their their uh their you know, use of nudity and, and, and violence. But it's, well, the uh, first
2: one in the, in the first issue with um, who was it the 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 uh, the eye, um, the all seeing un- eye, the and, and that was eye. that was more of a um, that reminded me of an EC style yeah. comic. and and as as each 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 issue went on, you each they were published under Golden, Luka, but they kind of felt like different publishers as the as yeah. as each issue came out, you might have had like a, a Golden HDC book and then maybe a Bronze Age Marvel book. They, they just, especially with the trade dress on the covers and, and things like that, it just, I being an uh, a long time comic book reader, I I really enjoyed the uh, I appreciated the work that they put into recreating a lot of uh, a lot of the stories, a lot of the covers, a lot of the characters. I it, it really was. I mean, this is going to fit somewhere on my uh, 11 O'Clockers ballot. Look at you. Check yourself.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, you're right. The world is really fleshed out. The, the thing that really made me smile were the Hateful Dead cards that take off, take off <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the Mars attacks cards. And, and you know, uh-huh. you have Death Takes Ten and First Strike, and it's a soldier, <laughs> you know, whacking the head off a zombie with a, what looks like an ore. It's, it's crazy. It's a, It's a great yeah. series.
2: When you can, uh, you can cut out the um,
0: <laughs> three. The,
2: the, 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 well, the um, the diorama. Your old hands and this uh, is a warning. <laughs> Golden Nugget Publications cannot be held responsible for injury or loss of life incurred while on vigilante patrol. And it's just, <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I love the little disclaimers, and and they really just go. All that with this, it, yeah. it's it's a
0: lot of fun. And you got a nice chunk of Strange Embrace, written by written and drawn by David Hine in the last. Was it the last issue or the the, the fifth issue? I think they gave you a chunk of Strange Embrace. And if you uh, have read this or have seen this, and you're interested in more uh, Shaky Kane, anybody know his real name?
3: No. Do, do uh, you, it, no.
0: Michael Cuth, Coulthard. Really? Yeah, I like Shaky Kane better. Me too. Uh, he'd, he did scare up the back issues of a magazine called Deadline USA. It's amazing. It's, uh, originally, uh, work done for British comics like 2000 AD and stuff. But these are, I think the Deadline USA stuff is all, all new. But, uh, Shaky Kane also did, uh, Dread and stuff for 2000 AD. So he, he's been around a while. You know, this is not, this may be the first US, you know, Upscale, you know, very visible viewing of Shaky Kane, but the, the guy's not new to comics by any means. So there's a lot of. And yeah, they a, met.
3: Uh, they met in the early '70s in college.
0: Yeah, there's a decent amount of Shaky Kane stuff out there that you can you can groove on. So go looking I, for it.
2: I, I know. I absolutely know that that Jason just adored the Rob Liefeld slash Marat Michael. <laughs> oh, totally, <laughs> dude. Homage, <Legion laughs> oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing.
3: You know, that's what I mean. They, I mean, they, the, the, the. The aesthetic in the book is just amazing, you know? I mean, it's 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 uh it's just they do such a great job with each, you know, each little piece and and uh and of course that was I mean, I would pay to have that page. That was awesome.
1: <laughs> Jakey, if
3: you're listening to this, if it's for sale, hook a brother. Yeah, contact it, it the brother. Come on, yeah.
0: I'd love to own the the page with Ramona getting all naked, uh, when she's transforming from uh Sharon Sharon. Yeah, that's a great page. She's all she's all shaggy down below. <laughs> she's a
1: fool. Good. and her hair grows too. I think her,
0: if they showed her like naked going into um the the uh Ramona, she'd probably be like her hair grows too. I bet you downstairs would grow in in accordance to her hair. That'd be of course. Great. Yeah. So, check it out. Bulletproof, Bulletproof yeah, it's, it, awesome. it's It really is very, yeah. very good. It really is. Yeah. All right. So, solo. Who wants to get on the board to bus and talk about some solo stuff?
4: Board to bus. That's nice. Uh, Chris, have, you guys, have you guys read uh, Fear Itself yet? Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was interested in your thoughts.
0: I was looking to take a break. Go ahead. <laughs> oh! Snap. <laughs>
4: Uh, Fear itself. Uh, I
3: have not read issue number two yet. That'll be coming on Friday, okay. so or it might already be here, but I haven't read it. I don't know. Let's forget when it came out. But uh, but um, first of all, uh, the art awesome. Eminem's an absolute mm-hmm. beast. Uh, you know, he's actually been around a long time, mm. but you know, I, I guess some people don't really associate artists until they see him in a big event or something. But um, but certainly, it's not his
2: first. I mean, quote-unquote, event, either, because he did Final Night for DC back in the 90s. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, wow, yeah. There <laughs> you love go, it. Dad. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, so the art's awesome. Um, uh, a lot of people seem to have uh, a problem with the first issue being kind of a slow build, that there wasn't a, quote-unquote, event horizon type of thing that that, that that set the tone for it being a massively important thing. But, to be honest with you, I kind of like that because i feel like events are so formulaic now even to the point of where marvel and dc are both coming out and saying look we're doing events because we didn't do them last year and and it hurt sales i mean so it's like so the idea that that they they weren't going to use the same tried and true i mean the last thing we needed was another marvel event that starts off with a big explosion right i mean cuz it's the mm. last two did the same thing yeah so i like that they started it off with a little bit of a slower build now that doesn't mean that in the seven issues they don't have to tell us a very uh, action-packed and complete story. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, that's to be determined, and we can only judge that when the seven issues are done. But the first issue is set up. I, I didn't mind the fact that there wasn't some, ooh, here's this thing happens, and it's making it really important. You know, I, I liked that it. it was, a, 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 you know, setting the stage of the characters, you know, kind of telling you that there's some things going on. Um, I'm a big fan of mythology, uh, and and being a, a, a Marvel zombie for my whole life, I, I I definitely dig the Norse mythology. So, I love the idea of playing with with some of that and bringing in you know Scotty, who is a you know long established in in Norse mythology, but to my knowledge has never been featured in in, in the Marvel mythos before. Love that idea. Um, intrigued by the setup of of it of of Odin not in fact being the All Father now. This is where I, I'm interested to see where they go because the, again, it, it, Scotty's a legitimate character from Norse mythology, but the way they're setting it up, I don't necessarily think they're going to go strictly by classic mythology because I couldn't. It, then I then I don't think that they could really j- jive who the resurrected uh, All Father is because I, I don't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He he wasn't he wouldn't have been the person they're portraying him to be. Put it that way. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, it's it's cool that they're still taking pieces of it in fractions. You know, I guess putting a spin on it. But uh, they're, mar- they're marvelizing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I I think it's
4: like it's I'm, like I'm, the Warriors, Warriors like, Three. Warriors Three are are Stanley creations. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, I'm totally down with the idea of
3: of. I mean, it's a it's a pretty basic premise. You know, seven badasses are going to get well. I guess eight if you count. Sin, but but they're going to get these hammers, and these hammers are these badass weapons, and and they 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 make already powerful people even more powerful, and then these guys go on a rampage. I have I've unfortunately been subject to the spoilers of now knowing who all of the hammer wielders are. Um, so I'm I'm like I groove that concept. I mean, I, is it a simple concept? Yeah, but it's it's straight superhero stuff. I mean, um it's it's like the classic you know Voltron fights the new mecha each week or you know there or Star Blazers fights the new bad you know it's i i love that it's like okay the, they're going to have these eight badasses to fight and uh and sure, we can guess that by the end of the of the comic, most of them are going to lose their hammers and, and be defeated. But that's what that's what superhero comics is. So yeah, that's you know, what I, don't, it's about. I don't see that as a criticism. If 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 that bothers you, then you probably should stop reading superhero comics because that's <clears> just that you're tired of the of the of the of the trope, right? But if um so, so you know so I, long story short, the the first ep- the first issue I thought was was a okay. Now I've I've heard plenty of people chime in on the second issue saying it let them down. It was boring. Really? I have not read it though, so I don't. I, don't I have thought it. it was cool.
4: Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it just it. You know, the the first issue was uh, all of the setup with Sin. Which, if you have a chance, go find the one shot, the uh, the book of the Red Skull. Was that the name of it? Which was uh, it, it was written came out by like
3: a couple weeks ago. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it was written by Brubaker, and it's really kind of spinning out of the Captain America series. And it's it's Sin, Red Skull's daughter, and Baron Zemo going to basically find the the hammer or where the hammer is and uh that was a great a great lead in uh, kind of a nice prequel to uh to the first fear itself issue but the second one just kind of picks up with the hammers and it's it's kind of a, a getting the band together issue but it's cool it, i mean you see these really ultra powerful characters you know leveling up basically uh but what's uh, what's a little different about it is that the the, the hammers it, the, what they do what uh, imagine the, the the characters uh are all Donald Blake okay what happens whenever Donald Blake wields Mjolnir he turns into Thor which is a completely different character there you know and sometimes there are bits of donald blake which will bleed through but it's a completely different personality it's the same thing that's happening with these it's a, mm. a, a spoiler if i and i'm sure that people <laughs> have seen stuff um is it okay if i spoil who one of them is
3: i know who they all are so it's okay
4: not, i'm fine with it the bruce banner hulk it is is a hammer uh, bearer, and it turns him into a into a into a different character, and it becomes very apparent right away that that his personality that he's basically been possessed, and and as as the transformation happens, he tells the the person around him that they need to leave now because things are getting ready to get nasty. So yeah, it's uh, we have a whole New cast of characters that are basically possessing the the amped up bodies of these already ultra powerful characters in the Marvel U. So yeah, it's cool, and um, you know I like the stuff with with uh, with uh, Odin and then Sin and finding out who the serpent is. So yeah, it's a it's a real nice real nice beginning to an event. It's I'm um, I'm actually on board for for at least the main series. David, you haven't read it yet?
2: I have not read it yet yet.
3: All right. There you go. What about uh what about the uh the D C counterpart? Flashback? Um
4: I not, do as, not, not, not as good. <laughs> okay. I mean hey, I mean we're we're in a world where we you know, whether we should or shouldn't it we compare the the company across the street. From each other, you know, and and they both have big events that are coming out at the same time. Uh, as interested as I am in Fear itself, the main series, I may mm-hmm. give a pass to some of the ancillary uh, miniseries. You know, I'll get I'll get Youth and Revolt. Because from yep. what I've seen it looks great. I, I love Mike's art and and I, I really like how Sean handles, you know, the the, the teen uh, superhero, so I'm looking forward to that. But mm-hmm. but some of the other spin off titles not that interested in, where in Flashpoint I'm actually yeah, yeah, yeah. probably a little more interested in the spin off titles. Yeah. I wanna I wanna it's the world that's been created that I'm interested in, not necessarily Barry Allen's itself, story, yeah. so I I want to see what Azarillo is going to do with his miniseries. I want to mm-hmm. know more about you know Aquaman's new world that he's in as as sure. a as kind of like this dictator from from Atlantis. So, but yeah, from the first issue, uh, first of all, um, I, 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 Eminence Art versus Kubert Art Night, and. Oh yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah and that's it pretty, was, think it's i don't uh, think it's fair to 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 compare the two i it's I
4: not love, fair, it's not and, fair uh, to have a a huge event that honestly a well, lot of your market share is hanging on okay, but, and okay. to have the art in it be pretty Branded. pedestrian now I, have it, right, wow. I, don't
2: know, I don't know I don't know about a lot of it there are i i have not seen i've avoided previews, so I, I have not seen any i, I know Stuart Eminence Art, to begin with, and 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 the I mean, man can be a chameleon, and, and I've seen his new Avengers stuff, and I've seen his yeah. older stuff, and, and I know what he can do. You know, I mean, next movie looks a hell of a lot different than than Ben and Spider-Man sitting around a dinner table at Avengers Mansion, and and it's all great stuff. There were some really good moments I thought that 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 Ian Hubert and 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 Sandra Hope portrayed in. In Flashpoint, especially with, between Barry and his mom, and and some of the close-ups of, of Titus and Cold and things Even like that, she gained, was, she gained a little, little
4: bit of <laughs> 20, or, twenty or
3: thirty pounds. Well, so, so did
2: he, though. When you get when and and then at one panel where all of a sudden I'm like, wait, why did he get like younger and thinner? And and yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. Not, we we can go on for days about artists and inconsistencies from panel panel. I was going to say, as a Larry <laughs> Strowman fan, I think that would be a I, of I, sort of <laughs> no. So you, can, you know, you can understand how I give somebody a pass on how something <laughs> looks different. From the panel. Well, but um, I, I some of the some of the notes some of the notes that I I, I jotted down after reading Flashpoint and and we I, I don't I apologize for for jumping around and if since Jason hasn't talked about it yet but um, just by going by the last page I, I'd like to know if if everything else is um, is real time to our reality or our world because we're we're referencing Star Wars so. And we're referencing Harry Potter books and movies, all within two pages of each other, by the uh, the Shazam kids. Um, but if 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 they're running, like you know, if it's 2011, say, oh, you're gonna old, hurt your, you're gonna hurt your brain.
4: Don't pull on the strings. And,
2: and, and he hasn't unmasked himself yet, so we're not really sure if Barry's correct. But just just how old man is Batman?
3: He's old. He's, well, I mean, the, they make in the comic. If I recall correctly, they they even make a mention of that he's an old crabby guy or something like that. So it's well, not he like,
2: definitely plays the part. But I mean, he's 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 pretty spry and agile for for somebody who should be, you know, if if, if Bruce Wayne is supposed to be in his like early thirties, yeah, he's forties now. He All right. 50s, yeah, right, so you know, so so yeah, you know, yeah. But he, you
3: know what though? But I mean, you're talking about a universe which
2: has the JSA in and. Their- and but well, yeah, so you know, you have yeah. you have Jay and you have Alan and, and, and who knows what he looks like underneath the cowl and if there's any cybernetic implants. So yeah, so definitely. But I mean as far as being old. Um it's nice to see that um Are we they, are we
4: all gonna shit whenever we find out it's actually Martha? Oh, that'd be awesome.
2: Uh it it's nice to see the um the outsider and, and how he's like now introduced to, to a new generation of comic book fans because I remember Getting into something with with, with someone on a forum about how how they never knew, and it's it's one of those instances where you never knew if I didn't read it, then it never happened, or I didn't know about it, so it never happened. So you never knew that 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 Alfred Pennyworth had an Alter Ego back in the day. And, See, and, I, I didn't I didn't know that, David. Okay, so you had that,
4: that is to me part of the problem.
2: With Flash, well, okay, and, and and I want to get into something else DC related that that, that I'm having a little bit of an issue with. We'll, we'll get into that, um, which has nothing to do with Flash, but it has to do with another um, Bat Universe related event. But yeah, uh, yeah no, no, I'll just, I'm just going to touch on it for a quick second, and, yeah, yeah. and and listen, and I I I love Vic Stone. I've been a Cyborg fan since the first issue of the New Teen Titans, but I I have a hard time. Seeing him as, as the guy getting everybody together, or, or seeing him in the you know, uh, since we're comparing, so since Chris brought it up, I, I I have a hard time seeing him in the Luke Cage role in this event. Yeah, and that's that. Those are the
4: main. And that, and that, that that's exactly it. That yeah, my my problem, and and I didn't hate the issue. Like I said, I'm very interested in the stuff that's going on around it. But you have you have stuff that is so continuity not even continuity. It's it's for continuity nerds. It's for and and I love you to death, Tom Caters, but whenever they have the whole lineup of the uh these Else World heroes that, mm-hmm. that Cyborg has, has put together, you know, I read a lot of fucking comics and I know who
2: maybe three capture Box kill you. With just, what? just would Do a caption em. box kill you? Just throw somebody's name out there, like, like the, yeah. way, like the way, Fraction oh. always introduced the mutants in the Uncanny X Men. It's just, like, it's, it's corny as hell. But unless, unless another character is actually going to say someone's name, you have no idea. First of all, they call him Farouk, and then they call him Blackout. It's like, all right, so yeah. it's, it, it, it gets frustrating. You're absolutely it, right. It, well, yeah,
4: it, and that, and there are new characters that are being introduced. I think alongside some pretty ob- it's a Jeff Johns thing where he's yeah. bringing back a bunch of obscure characters or obscure facets to characters that the continuity nerds are going to be like, oh that's awesome, it's the Outsider I had no idea that <laughs> Outsider was Al- Alfred Pennyworth you know what, that would have been great to know, but you have to dig for it, and I'm not against having to work for something, but whenever we're talking about event books, which this is it's much cooler for me to see the Hulk turn into a gargantuan badass with a big fucking hammer than it is for David to tell me, oh, yeah, outsider, that's Alfred Pennyworth.
2: I am going to you know I'm what going I mean? to temporarily ban the first person in the episode thread who says, well, after you read that, you could hit Wikipedia. I am not going to fucking hit Wikipedia. No, yeah, when yeah, I'm wow, there's
0: comic book. guys are venom. Look at ah.
2: Yeah, bad. I got to say, like, I'm not quite, like, I
3: guess I, I don't, like, isn't this, like, exactly... Aren't you guys embroiled in exactly what you were saying an hour ago? Like, the shaking cane...
0: I was just going to say that, dude. Just, like,
3: you got to like, have fun and stop like, micromanaging
4: it. And realize, I have,
2: no, 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 no. No, no, that's
4: I'm, my no. point. Is that I just want to see the big fucking green guy with a fucking hammer. I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to go to As Wikipedia to DC find out why it's cool.
3: Okay, but then let me offer a counterpoint to that, then. As someone who's not steeped in DC lore... Mm-hmm. I read this as I read Age of Apocalypse. It, I accepted it's alternate yeah. reality. I didn't know all the. I was. I was sure there were characters that I that I had. I been a DC uh, nut for thirty years would have been like, oh shit, that's so and so. But I. I didn't. I didn't feel gypped or confused that I didn't. Okay, that's, but but okay. you had all right. This character. I'm going to read more about. It. I mean, I. I as a as a narrative, I thought the story was accessible, straightforward. I. I got what they were doing. I was like, "All right, cool. I, I get no, I mean, this. Going for a
2: ride." I mean, I know anybody. I mean, I know we've we've had threads about you know what what would what would be good to read by DC right now. You know, since they since they've been you know canceling a few books here and there, and 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 the co features have have pretty much stopped. And where should I read next? And there are you didn't you don't need to know anything about the past few years of DC I, I haven't read the new flash I have no idea you know after all the you first need issue of that
4: very book, on is the flash that's all you right. need.
2: and 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 I mean you know, and everything else it, it was it was a it was it was first issue that told the beginning of something new and 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 I get that but with with bulletproof coffin you have you have six issues of a self-contained world everything is in those two covers I'm reading a DC book that DC and Jeff Johns loves to reference things that have happened in the past 75 years of a publishing company. Hmm. And, and you know, again, you could read this issue and everything you need to know between Batman's narrative and Barry and his mom and Cyborg trying to get everybody together and and the, the Secret Seven or whatever Seven and, and the Shazam kids and things like that, I mean, and Captain Thunder and you know, I'd like to see where it's going and 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 but there are things like like Chris is mentioning where it just everything in bulletproof coffin like I said it 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 was there and and they Kane and, and Hein kind of took you by the hand and 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 told you showed you what was going on and, and if you missed it then, then here's this and, and granted you know all however many issues Flashpoint is in now yet and maybe it'll read like that once it's done but anything to maybe make it a little clearer as you're reading it I don't think is a bad thing
3: hmm. I don't disagree with your last sentence but I think that it's not playing fair to try and compare this to Bulletproof Coffin which again uh, is not he's taking his own universe and creating characters that we're, we we accept from Jump that we don't know much about them so whatever they give us is an acceptable backstory I mean to, to suggest that a DC or a Marvel event could play that same way is to me specious because for as many people that are going to sit there and say well geez I, I could use a little more clarity there's going to be a million people that have that are steeped in the entire DC universe and be going to be like, I don't need all that exposition or explanation. Just get to the action. I want a, mi- I want a million. Money. Wow. So a million. I just don't like, I think oh, that's a damn. Well, I'm not it, saying your view is wrong. I'm just saying, I think it's a damned if you damn, if you don't, I think really what that gets back to is a broader conversation of, of of whether events as a whole are really having the impact or will have the impact that they that they they <sighs> two want them to have because I think if at this event, point you've got two types of fans and I don't know how you please them both plus bring in the idea of a of a new audience wait. I don't know how you do all those things at once I no. think there's too many people critical of because it's not what no. they want from an event and I think it's unfair I think the event needs to stand on its own or not and maybe maybe judging any one of them by the first issue is never fair because Lord knows most people adored secret invasion number one myself included and, and most really. people enjoyed final final crisis number one and wow. you know at at the end we're singing a different tune so i i you know,
0: <laughs> very well played
3: you know yeah. thank you, thank you. That was, that was very awesome. well awesome <laughs> um i, I just I, I guess i just look at it like i always try and view it as i know a lot about dc now because it's been about 10 years i've been reading it but i don't. I've never tried or confused myself for being someone that really knows all of the nitty gritty of, of, of DCU you know I didn't pour through the who's who's page by page and memorize them like I did the Ohat moves when I was first getting into comics um, and so I think inherently I look at DC and Marvel in a different light when I read things like this because I, I expect different things from a DC book than I think someone who is my counterpart on the DC side and grew up reading DC for 30 years would expect and I, I, I guess I don't i guess what i'm saying is is with flashpoint i definitely agree that that kubert's art is not i don't think what it should be <laughs> relative to the event i mean i think that especially if you're going to sit there and compare it to to uh to to imminent it's it's hard to hold up or even frankly kubert's brother on what he's doing on spider-man and wolverine right now which is pretty awesome stuff um but i i don't know like i i like I have no interest in the Flash. Like I, I, I tried this first, this Flash reboot. I tried the last Flash reboot. Um, I, it's not a character I'm very much drawn to. But I thought, I thought Flash Rebirth was boring. But I, I, I don't know. I thought this if, issue was, as the
2: story was a okay. Like I was totally. <laughs> it, it read, by it the read
4: like the beginning of a
2: Flash story. I, I am a huge Barry Allen fan because that was the Flash that I read in the eighties as I was growing up. I, was, I, I, I felt. I was sad reading Final Christ we're reading Christ on Infinite Earth number eight and, and it was <laughs> it was not you know, I was like, Oh great, okay, it was cool with the nephew and how his powers are killing him and then and, 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 okay, now I get better and, and now he's gonna be the flash and it's cool that, that Wally is the flash for so many people. But this was just a very boring Barry story. I enjoyed the other characters more than I enjoyed Barry in this in this issue and, and, and the book's called Flashpoint and, and I just I wanted to Lake Barry a little more but it just wouldn't happen.
0: Can can I offer my simple commentary on it? I did read it. Uh, I mean, it, uh yeah, I did. Uh, I'm not I'm not concerned with any of the events I- in the book because you I'm not steeped in the DC universe and I haven't been for a number of years, but it just one part in particular stuck out like a sore thumb to me and it's a pet peeve of mine. I've mentioned it on the forum a number of times. People give me shit for it, but I don't care. They s- John seems to be going back to the well he tapped right before Infinite Crisis with Wonder Woman. This character doesn't sell... Not many people want to <laughs> not want to read her, so we'll make her a badass. I got
1: by by, by
0: killing Maxwell Lord in front of everybody, and ooh, she's a vicious warrior of.
3: Well, there is some she, humor, right? In, in 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 the two big bads being set up to be Wonder Woman and Aquaman, which are the yeah, two supposed icons of the DC universe that can't right, tell for shit, right? Yeah, right, and
0: yeah. and and um, now it seems like it's the uh, was it called Sacrifice? The Superman Wonder Woman crossover leading into um, yeah, yeah. okay uh and that was infinite crisis right so yeah. there he he it seems like sacrifice on steroids or in this case estrogen because not only is he having wonder woman because and her amazonian uh, legions being badass, they're going over to Britain and killing all the men. So now it's like Maxwell Lord times a million or, or a couple of uh, millions and millions. It didn't work back then. It's not going to work now. Get it through your head. Wonder Woman will never sell. And, and no, it, it, it infuriates. No, but I mean, at least uh, uh, even a high profile character, it's not going to work with Wonder Woman. Why are they investing. E- even a fraction of time in this character that has proven over the years to never it's part of, connect.
4: Yeah, and her is part of the Trinity, dude. Oh, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's part of the Trinity because they include her in it. Nobody yes. is filling out ballots saying, I want Wonder Woman in the trilogy because the majority of comic buyers don't care. They, oh. they, they, look at the track record. They don't buy the book. You, you know, you, the only reason why they care is because she's in the JLA or she was or or she will be or whatever. She's 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 po- popular by association.
3: Well, you're right, but I, I think, though, that, again, if we're playing fair here, DC and Marvel are perennially trying to do that, right? And every now and then mm-hmm. they hit, like, I mean, Thor, uh, it had been a long time Damn. since Thor was a big seller, right? And then they... Kept, took him away for a bunch of years, and they did a reboot. Captain America it, was
4: in the fucking shit. Yeah, exactly, I was going to
3: say, I mean, I read Captain yeah. America well, for, yeah. for 30 years, and he was never, no. you know, we could all talk yeah. about our favorite eras, or eras we thought were iffy, but he was never a big commercial su- success, yet he was an icon of Marvel, and they kept pushing, and then now they have him as a hit, and he's going to be in a movie. I mean, it's like, yeah. so I get why they do it. I mean, I, I, I think, yeah, it's, if I think you're it's talking losing about... Battle. It, Brand awareness, though. I mean, I, I honestly think that Wonder Woman is by far and away the most famous female superhero. Like, it, oh, it's I agree. of the cop, yeah. so that's why. I but mean, that's I not think, saying much. Well, I think most little girls in our country know who Wonder Woman is, mm. and I think that's I don't powerful. Know. Always that's powerful
4: stuff. Okay, you, you want a comparison across companies? A book that pretty much people don't care about anymore, but they'll, they're they're going to publish it forever. Vince, you know where I'm going here.
0: Was Fantastic it? Well,
4: they're always going to publish it because it was the first one they published.
0: Oh, I don't know if nobody cares about it anymore. See it seems it, like it, a, lot a lot of people are caring about, about it. it. Uh, yeah, it's it just I I think it, they're losing a it lot go, of the diehards
4: through years and years at a time where nobody cares about the Fantastic Four. Well, I was gonna say Dare like I would put like there's like the Daredevils and the Green
3: Arrows again. Marvel Marvel and these are always gonna have or at least nine out of ten years are gonna have an individual title with these characters. Sometimes it's gonna be good, sometimes not so much, but it's always gonna sort of be on the periphery, you know. And and, yeah. and uh, I think to your but, point, Vince, is Wonder Woman probably more in that area? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that that's that's more. I think the sales kind of bear out she's not a marquee, but does that mean that someone can't hit on it? No, I don't think it's. I mean, look, I'm I'm curious. Johns and, and Yvonne Heiss are doing Aquaman after this is wrapped up, Flashpoint and ongoing, and that that has me jazzed. I, I you know, I've always I I've always been intrigued by Aquaman as character. Now, again, does that mean it's going to be success? That no, might it might totally not? not. I mean, you know, I again, but he, Aquaman kid. has had trouble selling books for a long, long, long time. So truth, truth. but. I'm, I'm going to give it a try. I mean, I know it's going to be great art. I know Johns cares about the character. So, and
0: know? let's be honest, a lot of their efforts with Wonder Woman are primarily to retain the license, the the Marston license, because I think the character has to be published at a certain frequency per year in order for them to retain that Wonder Woman license. They will publish,
4: they will publish Wonder Woman as long as they are publishing comics. It
0: just waste seems of odd to bring trees. that
4: up as a criticism though because that's true of almost every
3: character in both yeah. catalogs. That's why you see the 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 Absorbing Man every once a year mm-hmm. in some book. That's why you see uh you know the Impossible Man show up every 5 years because they have to keep the license. I mean that that that's just the business of comics. I just, yeah, I, I just don't
0: like to see Good creators bang their head against the wall on a character that's. I mean, um, oh, oh,
4: look, now, look at now, the look God, at the no, talent. Hold on a second. You're acting like there hasn't been a decent fucking Wonder Woman story written in the last. 40 oh, years. oh. Wait, well, wait, if wait, you wait. if
0: you let me finish, then yeah, I would have thrown you a bone. <laughs> because see, you're jumping, you're jumping ahead of me. They throw good talent at Wonder Woman. Mainly, I mean, look at look at the look at the talent they that worked on Wonder Woman. Gail Simone, True. Chris's boy. Yeah. come on i mean if if if, if the creative queen and country can't write a damn good wonder woman story that's going to connect with i know night but night. it didn't it didn't that's what i'm saying they're throwing these good people okay. at no. wonder woman and it's just it's yes. it's, it's yes. a duck
4: none of them sell the comics don't sell anymore we've right. established that 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 it's all dying none of them are selling so it, yeah. th- but in just, in the comics ghetto
0: wonder woman is picking out of garbage cans no, you, don't you don't, know i mean it's, it's she's fair. like the the bottom tier
4: if a, if a comic sells one copy or a hundred thousand copies because you know what it doesn't it doesn't impact how much i enjoy that
0: comic well there's there's a i'm not saying that either i'm just saying there's well, a Vince, really there's a true. million say that, there's a
3: what's the number 40 comic book this past month
0: yay Forty. What but, did it sell?
3: But dude, but I'm saying, do you? I mean, do you need me to run down a list of the of the iconic DC and Marvel characters that she outsells on a monthly basis? It's pretty stunning. Yeah. yeah. Really? I mean, so I'm just, I mean, she outsells Action Comics, dude. I mean, I. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> that's not saying much. But <laughs> see, but you're, but see, you're, you're, you're changing the argument. Now, I'm I, not changing.
0: I'm, I'm just saying, but I, but now, I, but now, I would now, rather but see them know, invest their time the in icon- characters.
3: I mean, that that's. My point is, is that of course that matters. I mean, that, she, she's she's a top forty comic book. Now you could say, well, the comic s- sales suck, which I I'm fully agreed. But that's to say, she's you just got done saying she was third tier that she doesn't sell. Well, actually, she sells pretty consistently. She's been a top fifty character pretty much for the last decade or better. Now, are these
0: are these issues leading into Flashpoint? Like, are they themed no. issues that are selling, no, or they just playing old one?
4: They're yeah, trying to they're trying to finish up the JMS run that that Phil is writing now.
0: Phil Hester. Hester. Oh, Phil Hester. Oh, cool. She
4: outsells Teen Titans, uh, oh.
3: Legion of Superheroes, Adventure Comics, Supergirl. Uh, let's see. I'm wow. just going down.
0: Now, that could, could that be the inertia generated by JMS? Because JMS sells books. No, no,
3: no. Her numbers are full. I mean, her yeah, numbers they're pretty are not a bump there. Like, give an example, let's see. Uh, in 2009, uh, two th- so she... This last issue did about thirty-three grand, which is roughly wow. flat the year before. She did forty; she was doing forty grand in two thousand eight, about forty-five
4: thousand. Uh, yeah, so. the Gail Simone bump. So,
3: wow!
0: Yeah. See, I, I, I'm stunned at those numbers. I didn't think it sold that
4: well. There you go. See, look at that. So is she a
3: star? No, but I mean,
0: crow doesn't taste so bad. to say,
3: and you know, to she be she honest with you, to be she honest she
0: with me. you, I don't like the I don't like the character at all. I think well, she's sucks. Yes, you're she's, me. she sucks. Yeah, a I DC, think it's ridiculous. DC
3: version of Aurora, clearly.
0: Uh, Storm, yeah, yeah, true. It's true.
3: You just hate yeah. women.
0: I don't hate women. I, I I love good women, cute, great, strong women characters. I just don't love Wonder Woman or Aurora.
3: I don't. I mean, I'm I. Not that I feel like getting into this now, but I don't quite get. your disdain for Wonder Woman specifically, just because you seem to have a soft spot in your heart for
4: some pretty. Yeah, I do. Cliche Wonder
3: character.
0: Woman has has uh,
4: other than she's too empowered for
0: him. No, no, other than nursing Batman back to health in Obsidian Age, Wonder Woman has never ever proven herself with me. She's it's just a flat one note character. That's it. I I find nothing appealing about her. Fashion from Clay by the Gods, blah blah blah. I'd rather read Hercules. You know, if you want to read The Spawn of the Gods, Hercules is way more appealing to me than Wonder Woman.
3: Okay. Are you that? Didn't... You put me in the yeah. that. Post- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. But.
0: It's, uh, but yeah, I'm sorry to all the Wonder Woman. I'm not sorry. If you're a Wonder Woman oh, fan, and I've now? pissed you off, I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm not sorry. I don't like the character. it's just it. But, so but I, that
3: being said, though, I mean, is, is that's all you had to take away from Flashpoint? I
0: mean, yeah, I didn't really. I don't really care. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, really I, I, it, I like <laughs> Wally. I, I've I've very, read very little Wally stories, or not Wally. Uh, Barry stories. Hard. So Barry doesn't does nothing for me. The the reveal at the end, big deal. I, I just. What do you just, think just,
3: about? Uh, Kubert's art. You're an art guy.
0: There was variation in it, yeah. but it's it's still of a certain quality that's better than at least 40 Fifty percent of the guys out there. I mean, I he he was trained. He was trained. He was trained by a, a master, and he 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 does emulate his father to a certain extent. And and I see it in his in his line. And it it, it was fine for me. But then again, I wasn't really scrutinizing it because it was coming from an event and a company that I I I mean, I just I don't really invest myself all that much in stuff that you know, I I just think was. whenever
4: whenever you're rolling out what is your um. Your flagship for the year, which is what these events are. You know, every, every, each company has their flagship titles, but mm-hmm. this is, this is your flagship product for mm-hmm. the next year. It's what your, it's what your company is going to be kind of judged by. It better look awesome. And yeah,
0: it's true. It is. It,
4: but, you know. It, yeah, but, I mean, that's just. I mean, that's. People are going to judge DC on this event, and it should. It should put your best. Put your best people.
2: Because right, I, mean, I think they,
0: you're. I don't want to say Kubert's art was bad. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't stunning. And if you, right, if yeah. you, if if you're you're aiming for the fences, how about that? With your event, this fell short of the fence.
4: If yeah. it, it felt like a flash comic, and that's not a bad thing. You know, it's,
2: it's... But this is a DC event. I mean, even though it, it seems DC to be Flash-centric, it's a DC event. Because it's, yeah, yeah. it's trickling through, I mean...
3: It's,
2: yeah, the, I, I wonder I, if the it, name
3: is not going to hurt them. I mean, we'll, I guess we'll never really know, but it, it does seem like... that. You see a lot about people saying, oh, I wasn't even really aware of this event. much," And I wonder if that's because the Flash books have not had heat to them, and this is named Flashpoint, and so people thought, oh, this is a Flash-centric little thing it's not
0: i think the, the title's clever
3: the title is clever oh, no, I no, mean, no, it's not, clever I, yeah i yeah. agree yeah. but i'm wondering but you're right it's so clearly tied to flash and he is not a character that's really drumming up a lot of interest right now um
2: I, it, john's and 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 and, like, and, like, and, and van skyver i mean they had and then and, and why They they you had a green lantern comic for a few years before uh the um the Sinestro Core war and and and, and Black Knight and, and and those events came into place. Flash has been published for a year and a half, maybe, mm-hmm. and then we have this event. So,
0: yeah, I'm also reminded
2: yeah. of something that uh, that Chris's favorite uh, uh, Brian
3: Bendis said. But I, in all seriousness, <laughs> I, I I do think that uh, that one thing I do really appreciate Bendis is that uh, he I think he's very aware of the um, realities of. Being on top is fleeting, even if you are on top. And he, 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 I, he said this many times, but but he often says, you know, I, that he's he he's conscious of the fact that um, if you just need to look back through comics history, realize that nobody stays on top, save for maybe like an Alan Moore or something, for long. You know, I mean, it's just it's just you. you if you're on top and you're aware enough to realize you are on top, you better make the most of it while you're on top because. Um, it doesn't take much for the new hotness to come in and displace you, and then you don't. Mm-hmm. Not too many people ever get it back. You know, you might have a long career in comics, but but once you lose that spot as the top guy, there aren't many cases of a guy getting it back at the big two. You know, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Marv, Marv Wolfman
4: was Brian Bendis before Bendis. That's and Bendis is yeah. said, no. exactly yeah. the thing. Right. So
3: my they, point being, I don't know if we're at that point yet on the DC side with Johns. I mean, he is the CCO, and he's got. Right. But I will say, just me personally, and again, I don't want this to come like uh, you know, I enjoyed the flashpoint one probably more than it sounds like the other guys did, but I will say, for what it's worth, my personal opinion, and please forum people, uh, this is my personal opinion. I'm not trying to say this is the fact, I'm just saying this is my opinion based on my enjoyment of the work. I personally think John's has gone back to the well a few too many times. I think for me. It's been a while since I have really enjoyed a Jeff Johns comic book whereas I did used to think that the hype he got was well deserved. I would read his books and be like, "Wow, these are like the best DC superhero books I'm reading." It's again, maybe it's just because I'm getting tired of him on a personal level. For me, he is not a guy that I think is a is is from a storytelling standpoint is knocking my socks off anymore. And it's for, again, for me, it's because it feels very formulaic. Like I feel yeah. like I know exactly what a Jeff Johns DC comic book is now. Yes. Like I know exactly I think- what he does. He has like the same take a character he loves, layer in a bunch of stuff from different eras that he was geeked out about. Uh, bring a, cl- a classic villain back that he was, you know, same thing. And then you know, heroic and you know, triumphant arc. And then boom. And then and then it- while I'm doing all that, what makes it a Johns thing is I'm going to retcon. I'm gonna retcon in <laughs> cool things that you never knew about, and then I'm gonna retcon out anything I think is stupid, so that the new st- and when I leave you, I got a new status quo that all the other writers have to follow. Like, and that's cool, and it's like I said, I he's done it well several times, and not saying he can't keep doing well, but for me, I feel like the last bunch of Jeff Johns comics I've read, I've been like, okay, it's a Jeff Johns comic. Yeah. It,
0: like, you're right. That, it,
3: it... There are plenty of comic writers where I'm like, oh, that was no good. I never read it and think, oh, that's terrible. I just read it and say, okay. I I know what he's got here going here. Like I I it, know where we're going. Issue one, I know where we're going by issue six or seven. Like I get it. You
0: it know? did read like a little bit of a fumble, and I think David said it best. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed this a little bit more when it was House of M. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. <laughs> it's just a very familiar setup to it. But I just want to clarify man, one I mean, more. Th- in- okay, go ahead. Just wa- I want to clarify something so people don't think I'm a sexist pig any more than I've given them. <laughs> You know, the need to in the past. But when I said, you know, uh, her her main thing for me was when she nursed Batman to health. I don't mean to that. She was subservient or, you know, waiting hand and foot on a man. That's not what I mean. To me, a female character, if she inspires reverence or awe or I'm admired of the way she conducts herself or I just like the character, then I'll groove on the on on the, on the female character and Wonder Woman has never given me any cause to revere her other than she's a really cute woman in a revealing costume who could punch you know through your head. That's Wonder Woman for me. She's all right, whatever. I just I don't put too much stock in the character. But I didn't mean it to sound like yeah she she made a very high profile man well. uh, No, I didn't. Yeah, no, that's not what I meant. I just meant that was the one thing where I said oh you know Wonder Woman's pretty cool because you know she's pitching in and she's actually doing something that matters.
4: And if she showed a little side boob, it would be a little bit better.
0: If Linda Carter's pants. in the costume, then hell yeah! Hey man! Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey All right, I'm yeah, that's cool. So Flashpoint, it was yeah, it was alright. It, it it was right.
4: it was okay. I I will read the next issue, but I'm uh, I'm much more interested in, and I think Jason probably just summed it up exactly why I'm looking forward to other writers' stories about this Result. this alternate reality. Yeah. I. I, I'm much more interested in, in seeing what Azzarillo does than what Johns does.
0: So how do you outlive your shelf life as a creative individual? How do you do it? Do you do Do you pull David Bowie and reinvent yourself every two or three works? Or well, well, how trans- do you stay fresh?
3: Well, that's tough. I mean, you have to have transcendent Who's talent? talent, right? Who's done it? Well, it's uh, Alan Moore's the only one. Alan again, Moore. Again, it's a yeah. shade always throw Alan Moore out there. But again, and I think part of it is because he really doesn't... He, he doesn't. He's a. And that's, Wade. He, he's a different. No, no.
0: Who'd you say, Wade?
3: Yeah, no. Wade's been around for a long time. Long again, time. though. But well, we're not talking about that, like, because that's what. Ben, like I was tra- when Bendis. He's saying you're, you're not going to be at the top forever. I, I I don't have any doubt that Bendis and Johns, if they want to, can will be able to write comics for the next thirty years, and probably will if they want to. Probably. But what he was saying is, is you know, he's not going to be Brian Michael Bendis ten years from now. He's 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 lucky. He's you know, he's beating the odds to be. As big as he's been for almost a decade now, that's that's longer than most get, and that it's really un- unrealistic to think he'll be the guy at Marvel ten years from now. And and the same thing with Johns at DC. So I, I, that doesn't mean they're not going to be important writers or get gigs all the time. But I just mean
4: like you know you go back and pick. They're any not going dri- to be driving right. the yeah. the company creative. Right, I mean, think about all the guys we wax nostalgically about, both artists and writers.
3: A lot of them are still, I mean, Byrne is still working in comics, but he's not John Byrne anymore, you know? Yeah. Rick I
0: mean, Veach? Come on.
3: Sure, George whatever, Briggs. I mean, I'm saying you can pick <laughs> a name. Well, no, I mean, no, I mean, Walt Simon, right? Well, Alan yeah. Davis, I mean, Walt, pick whatever, you, any artist or yeah, writer, yeah. You want to pick, really. I mean, that, that was maybe at the top of the game, I mean. Um, Leaffield. Sure. Dude, even... even uh, well, I was going to say even John Romita Jr. I guess he's still pretty big. I mean, he's still one of Marvel's go-to guys, so he John might Avengers. be one of the better examples. Him and like George Perez are probably, in terms of the art guys, they they seem to still be twenty years into their time at the top, still sort of command. Seem to be guys that Marvel and DC always will give like premier projects to. But
0: yeah, yeah, it's harder for. Um, the writing side of the uh, creative yep. team to stay fresh. Uh, John Basima changed his style very little over, over. I yep. mean, if at all. And and he still roped him in because he was super solid to begin with and stayed uh, masterful throughout his entire career. So nobody said, man, I'm so tired of looking at this John Basima artwork. He didn't hear that, you know. But for a writer, it's, it's a lot different and I think a lot more difficult yeah. to, to stay fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I think we had fun. I'm not done though. I wanted to talk about another book.
4: Oh, I <sighs> guess we'll have to do that next week.
0: Oh, I really yeah, yeah, I got, I got, it's just a little, little thing I, I threw together. Uh, I tweeted something today. Uh, just give me like five minutes. Hey, hey, I, 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 I tweeted something today saying, you know, I'm, I'm mad at myself because I've underestimated dynamite entertainment.
3: Again. Oh, Jesus, I know what you're going to talk about. I yeah. do it all right.
0: the friggin' time. I underestimate these guys. Um, uh, I you mean I overestimate? Wasn't, no, I underestimate, because a lot of their stuff knocks my side. I know this is where we part ways on a lot of things. <laughs> uh, uh, I only uh, like <laughs> one
3: dynamite book, and it's the one you stopped reading.
0: The boys, right. But, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of dynamite books, I, I lowball them before I get them, and then when I get them, it's like, wow, this is great. And, and that happened over the weekend. Um, I, I, not over. The, yeah, well, Monday, whatever. Nobody cares when it happened. I just want to tell you what happened. I am a huge Edgar Rice Burroughs fan. I love Burroughs. And I was Are you very. Really? V- oh, my God. I yeah. No idea. And, and I was very reluctant to buy into the Warlord of Mars stuff because I thought nobody's going to do justice to uh, Burroughs, at, at least not out of dynamite. You know, because what I've seen, uh, aside from the stuff that I've bought, it, like the green air, the green lantern, not green lantern, the green hornet stuff. It leaves me cold. All of it, right across the board, does nothing for me. And I parted ways with the boys, and a lot of their franchise stuff, just, I'm not even digging Vampirella, and, and I love the character. So that's why I approached, c- with caution, the Warlord of Mars stuff. But I read the uh th- first three issues of the, the uh, Deja Thoris miniseries. Written by Arvid Nelson, illustrated by Carlos Rafael, colored by, uh, Carlos Lopez, 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 and Marshall Dillon. Again, there's that name. Did the letters. It's a five issue miniseries. Yow! The first issue just, it was like this huge hook buried itself into my cheek with the book, and it just wrote me right in. And maybe uh, the wheels were greased because Art Adams did the covers, and they're stunning. Mm -hmm. They're just um, an amazing... uh, Art Adams and Women, it's like peanut butter and jelly.
3: It is crazy. It's crazy.
0: Uh, So I bought the first three issues, read them. It's outstanding. It's very good. And the setup is really cool. It's an original tale of Barsoom. And cue the crackliness. Fucker. (laughs) Is this this an ongoing or a limited series? I can't tell you I'm crackly.
3: Uh, I believe it's a five-issue mini, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, you guys bam, bam for a little while? Uh, Strike a uh, Pose. Seeing as none of us have read this, uh, yeah. Well, I will ask this though. So, um, Dappin and Chris, do you have much experience with uh with John Carter, World of Mars, uh, either in the comic or book
4: form?
2: No, not as much as I'd like. No, nope.
4: actually.
3: No, I I,
4: I, 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 like, I like the character design. That's
2: yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's something that it's not like. I just thought it was corny, or or, or something I want to avoid. I have I have the ten issues that that Lance Kaiser generously gave me, and I'm going to read those. And and I did um I did see the Art Adams covers, or at least the variant covers. It's I like Art Adams when he draws women, and, and I am interested in this series that Vince is is trying to talk about. So I was going to wait for the collection, so this way I could I could get the. Uh, I don't know. See, I don't have any collection from Dynamite, so I don't know if they collect, if, if they include the variant covers in their collections like Marvel and DC do. Um, right. So because of the different covers, I figured I get the collection, I read the story, and I get everybody's art on the uh, cover-wise in, in in one book. So that's what I was waiting for. That's so so I'm, I'm interested to hear what what Vince has to say about it. Yeah, I
3: was going to say that uh, I I read the first issue of the the new Dynamite. John Carler, Warlord of Mars series, and it just did absolutely nothing for me. I mean I I Story, I, art, whole thing. What's that? Story, art, whole thing. Just art didn't care for at all. Okay. Uh story again, I guess kinda like what you said, I I like conceptually the, the character and the idea seems kind of cool, but in the first issue which was setting it up basically you know reboot of the i mean just a relaunch of the concept it uh it just did not hold me in and, and to me it was evocative of everything i think of when i think of all these dynamite comics it's just licensed the licensed works to the classic uh, uh public domain works that they work on it's just everyone just reads like it's so Hard devoid board, of emotion it? to me it's yeah, just wow. okay. i just feel like i'm just almost uh, I don't know. Yeah, but- you know, and
4: p- and part of the problem is that you're dealing with with characters that you know they're basically pulp characters. So I mean, it's like you know, Flash Gordon era characters that were there wasn't a whole lot there. You look like Doc Savage. You look at you know the Shadow. Those characters of that era were very two dimensional, and so you're trying to update. Pretty two-dimensional characters, so there's not a whole lot of modeling to 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 play around with. Does that make um, any sense? Is, is how am I
2: doing? is am I putting out the uh, the the Kirby universe? Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Kirby I, I, I am are, it,
2: yeah. I, I was going to ask Jason if, if you're how you feeling about that. Then well, I'm, it, I'm giving it a shot because it the, the
3: premise seems awesome to me, but. Uh, I can't be accused of not giving Dynamite a, a shot. That's I, true. I, I've, I've tried a bunch of their stuff. I because again the 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 setups and the characters usually seem appealing to me, but I uh, so far I come up hollow. And I know that this is where I mean Vince and I often agree, but but in this case I know we're very divergent because I know he yeah. was a fan as he spoke earlier of of a lot of the uh, of the Project Super uh, Love it power love, stuff. And, love and it for all. me, I. I tried pretty much at least an issue of everything in that line, and just I I could not find one that I cared for. So. <laughs> I
0: love the episode where I started talking about Black Terror, and you just went, "Oi!" <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but go ahead, you're but, all fine. Okay, okay, good. Uh, See that
3: but Nelson is I I, re, I mean Rex Mundy's awesome, and mm-hmm. uh, Zero Killer I thought was cool. So I I mean that's a good start to the. Equation. Yeah,
0: Chris, I'm not going to disagree with you on a bunch of those old pulp characters being two-dimensional, but yeah, I, mean, I I will add that Burroughs characters are one of the uh, exceptions. There's nothing two-dimensional about Tarzan and and John Carter, and I mean these these characters are just extremely well-rounded, especially Tarzan and and John Carter. But the the setup of this is cool because it's an original. Uh, take on, on, uh, Barsoom, Barsoomian legend, but it's not written by Edgar Rice Burroughs. So in order to get around that, what they did was, um, Edgar Rice Burroughs is actually John Carter's nephew. That's the backstory for this. Uh, and while renovating his uncle's upstate New York summer cabin, Burroughs finds this strong box in, in, um, that contains a yellowed and and moldy manuscript, which turns out to be an oral history of Barsoom in the centuries before uh, John Carter's arrival as seen through the eyes of his lady-love, Dejah Thoris. That's cool! Because now you have a Barsoom Elseworld, not Elseworlds, but uh, another layer of the Barsoom history that wasn't necessarily written by Edgar Rice Burroughs, but it features characters he created that's cool no you don't think that's neat the way they tie burrows into it Uh, jason's probably like yeah dude whatever but um because martians live a long freaking time and once they reach maturity you can't kill them and they don't age they only die unless you, you slay them i mean you can kill them that's the way they do die but they don't die of like natural causes there's no like martian you know uh Cancer that just kills Martians. They live a long freaking time. So this story, uh, titled "Colossus of Mars," takes place 400 years before John Carter ever set foot on uh, the a- on the angry red planet. But it features Dejah Thoris, who looks the same, right, in the in the quote present day Warlord of Mars series. That's neat. Um, it's kind of a uh, there's a lot of political intrigue in this thing, which shouldn't really resonate with me, but it does because it's Barsoom. Uh, see it's it, you, you gotta target my heart and if you're using Burroughs then you, you won seventy five percent of the battle. Um, it, it's a tale of deception instigated by this devious and ruthless uh dude named Seneth Dor, who is the Jeddak of Yorn. There's these leaders of sections of Barsoom and they're called Jeddaks and the 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 uh next step down is is uh called another thing i think they're called uh, uh what the hell's the name of it but i'll get to it um so like the denizens of this twin city of helium which is separated into greater helium and lesser helium and these dudes have been at war for hundreds of years so there's just one battle going on and the lesser forces uh which are led by deja deja thoris's grandfather a dude named tardos moors and her father Morris KJack, I love the Martian names, they're awesome. Have, have, like, they've maneuvered their armies into position where they're gonna stomp out the greater helium dudes forever. But, like, right before they deliver that killing stroke, the, the Jeddaks of Yor, Jeddak of Yorn calls for a ceasefire. Cause he, he demands the hand of the delicious Dejah Thoris in marriage to his son. This chubby, clumsy, bookish dude named Dorvalian. And he calls for an audience with the top tier of the leadership of both halves of Helium. When they get to the Jeddak's presence, they find out it's all a ruse. After their arrival, the Jeddak of Yorn announces that he's going to take control of both halves of Helium. And he throws the Furious Ruling Families uh, in irons. But there's a chink in the Jeddak's armor because he mistreated the shit out of his son he he berates him he calls him you know um, a lesser man because he always has his nose in a book he mocks the kid so Dorvalian works behind the scenes to release Dejah Thoris who then in, in turn releases the ruling families of the two Helium cities and Chaos ensues it's neat, but, but there's there's more to it than that. The the Jeddak has discovered this ancient Martian artifact, this giant green colossus, hence the name of, of the, the story, which was created by one of Barsoom's great philosophers and inventors. But the thing's dormant, and he wants to revive it. And he does. He revives it, and it takes possession of him and drives him even more mad than he was. And he just runs roughshod over... Uh, the lesser and greater helium dudes, there's an attack by the green men. You've seen the green men, the forearm dudes with the quad pecs and the tall with the tusk teeth and the bald heads, the, the green men, right? Anybody? Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's a huge battle, but it's it's so frickin' well done. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of borderline nakedness in this book because the Barsoomians run around with very little on. Uh, Dejah Thoris basically has pasties and a g-string. Yeah. that's about it. And in the okay. hands in the hands of a lesser talent, it wouldn't be as appealing. But this Carlos Rafael guy, he seems to have taken a nod from uh, Frank Cho. He's very reminiscent Ooh. of Frank Cho. The anatomy is super solid, I and it's so not honest. it's it's not just let's portray this character head on, let's do a three-quarters view. There's character's twisting and bending and grasping and turning and all the muscles are doing the things muscles should do in those positions. I mean, it's the anatomy is rock solid and it's really well drawn. It's clean too. There there's not a whole lot of noodling the lot, like Cho. When Cho lays down a line, he knows where it goes. He knows the indentation of the muscles and how they move and how they stretch and compress and this guy this uh, uh, Carlos Rafael, he's got a really good handle on anatomy. And that's required. If you're going to draw a bunch of people running around basically naked, men and women alike, you better know your anatomy. And yeah. he sells it. He sells it like a master. It's really good. And like I said, the story's solid, and it's burrows, and it's surprisingly I'm sorry, Dynamite, but I I, I balled you again, and I, I'm going to be very reluctant to approach your stuff like that in the future because this Warlord of Mars Dejah Thoris is really good. I haven't read the main Warlord of Mars series yet, so I don't know how good that is, but this is worth buying. David, you should run out and get it.
1: I just have to get the
0: collection. And it's the thing about Dynamite, though. You never know when the damn collections are coming out. They're really slow. Uh-huh. On the trade paperback. See, the Adam yeah, covers
2: are. aren't even the, the the standard covers. They're, they're, uh, they're the variants. So I don't know.
0: <sighs> I have a Project Superpowers trade, the first one, and they reprint the they reproduce all the covers in there. I'm pretty sure. So you you rest assured, you will get. I don't know if you're going to get the nude art Adams variants in the Ooh. trade. I'm, I'm sure Wait, you what? will. Part oh yeah, Thank there, you. there's. The, yeah, you know, be? because it's dynamite, there's multiple covers. Yeah, yeah, and
3: Art Adams is drawn the nudes? Well, he
0: draws two covers. <laughs> yeah. He'll do Deja Thoris in a very alluring position uh-huh. with, the, with the pasties on, and then there's another version of the cover where she sands pasties. Yes. That's Dude, do
3: you know a how much that L.A. would go for? That's what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. And I mean, seriously, like I bet you that's five figures. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. she's,
0: she's more, she's a lot bustier than your typical. She's like Johnny Future. She, she has the same breast size as Johnny. Look at me talking about breast size. Now, yeah, you,
4: we, uh, I to get back uh, to you're digging you're, you're dig your Wonder Woman
0: hole. I, I know, I uh, know.
4: Bomb Queen
3: a, a, while, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And you had mentioned at the time that it was, it, it, it it's naughty, but that it goes more than naughty
0: right no this is a much the, the
3: no, no no well but, i'm sorry i I don't mean it but but just to be clear because there's that bomb there's the bomb queen the bomb the bus whatever uh, right so just to be clear though is it is it just tna or is there is there's there, no penetration you might see bush
0: oh wait you're wait, talking wait. about bomb queen he's talking yeah. about deja thoris
3: no i'm talking about bomb queen
0: oh no there's not penetrate no but no, it's there's no penetration there's implied sex
3: so, so it's, more, it's like it's, it's
0: not uh, Mr. Baker. It's, it's yeah. Not, it's, no, so it's not it as gets graphic pretty. It's as, um, as it, uh, empowered. No, it gets um. It's more empowered. No, it's more graphic than empowered.
3: Right. Well, and empowered. She gets banged every like every third page.
0: Yeah, but you don't really see anything.
3: Well, you, you see. Her. I mean, you don't see his co- his his cock in He
0: said her, that so her, his. I don't
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see him pounding her from behind. I mean, yeah, you know, like, no,
0: there's that in Bomb Queen. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, most. Of, I mean, a lot of the the sex in Bomb Queen is oddly it's it's lesbian sex, from oh, what yeah. I've seen. Yeah, yeah, because Bomb Bomb Queen will take on anything, uh, Men, women, old ladies, <laughs> pretty much anything. But um, this Warlord, the Deja Thoris, is a mature title only because. Uh, like i said the 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 barsoomians run around in very little clothing i mean there's no nudity in it but if i mean the, the, there is exposed breasts but there's no nipple so it's it's as close to nudity as you can get without actually being nude in the tradition of Burroughs, who had Dejah Thoris run around with even less clothing on in the books. I mean, a lot of, I'm not going to say I mean again. Damn it, the hell...
3: Burroughs loved the nakedness. Yes. Even John yeah. Carter
0: arrived on Mars naked. Yeah, well... So... It's well worth the purchase. I love it a lot, and I'm going to continue. In fact, I, I jumped on board all the Warlord of Mars titles because of this, because if this one's this good, I'm going to give the other ones a, a, a chance.
3: Well, I'd be curious to hear uh, what you think of the main title, because as I said a few minutes ago, I, I did not do a thing for me. It was the roughness. Yeah. was It, it? was not a good look.
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So yeah. sorry, Dynamite. I, and I, I'm I, sorry for I, taking a lot of time, but I, I just didn't yeah, want to let all that go. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I didn't want to uh, let that go. We're not really that much over time. We're only no, three. No, not minutes. at all. I, no. I, I,
2: I, I want to ask you something, and, and I don't... Uh, hopefully someone else will, will, will come in behind me and, and, and maybe and <laughs> some on a high note. But um, there is one thing I'm really not a big fan of, and that is uh, buying... I, I'm, I'm a fan of crossovers. I'm a fan of... of, of books tying together because i like shared universes and things like that but i really kind of get teased off when when i open up a book and i see that it's part two of the of of a tie-in and i i purchased parts three and the conclusion but i have no idea where part one started because part Ah, two doesn't tell me yeah by the way before you and I'm, i'm i'm flipping through the last Batch of books I got from DCBS, and I, I ordered because Renee still gets Gotham City Sirens. There was a judgment on Gotham uh, tie in on the family of titles. Part two is in Red Robin, part three is in Gotham City Sirens, the conclusions in Batman. I have no idea where part one says. Why don't
0: you just Google the damn thing? I should the Wikipedia.
2: I would have fired off an email to Zach while. I was recording, if I had, I don't know if it came out the same month, uh, because the only reason I knew about it is I, I was reading previews when, when I ordered Sirens, and I saw that it said, it's a judgment on Gotham tie-in," and I thought I ordered all the other judgment on Gotham books from that previews, so I'm guessing the first part was the month prior, but again. Yeah, who it, knows? I And, and it, it pissed me off, because it, it, when you get to the Red Robin, it says that, uh, continued, in Gotham City Sirens next month. It doesn't even give you a goddamn issue number. So if, if
1: mm. you don't even
2: see this, if, if you had no... Right. Idea, or, and, and it doesn't say Gotham... It, on the top, on the Red Robin cover, it says Judgment on Gotham above the title. It doesn't say anything like that on Gotham City Sirens or Batman. So you don't even know that there was a a, a, a tie-in going on. In yeah. The, in,
0: in addition to Jeff Johns casting his hooks way far back into the past for the, the outsider thing, like, in DC's upscale event, this not perfectly delineating where people can go to get all the parts to a certain story. That's a huge hurdle for new readers. A lot of them aren't even going to want to try and jump it.
3: No, nah, people just will give up. Okay. Yeah, I do agree. I think to, I agree with both all of you guys. I I, uh, I I think I don't like. I understand why comics aren't written the way they used to be written. I mean, I can go back and read a, as much as I'll love to go back and read a comic from 1981, I, I mean, I understand that it's, you know, storytelling can evolve and it doesn't have to, you know, I, there are plenty of comics that came out that were way too exposition heavy. Like, I get all that. Like, I can, I can accept that times change and storytelling patterns change, but I don't, for the life of me, understand why the idea of inserting little <gasps> footnotes... That reference other things explicitly and stuff are, are considered anathema by both publishing houses now. It's crazy. I, like, yeah. like, I don't, like, cause I don't, I, I don't, I can't figure out what, what oh. their argument is for why it's not a good thing. Like, what, how does it hurt things? I mean, because you, you can't tell me that they're arguing because it takes up sp- space on the page. I mean, you're talking about tiny yeah. little bucks and, you know, certainly. <laughs> they never have a problem with taking up half the panel with words i mean I don't, so I don't i don't
0: understand that either one would think that a creative individual who's investing his time in a story would want all of the points of that story to to connect with a reader to be fair,
3: though i don't think it's a writer thing i mean my understanding at least from what i've it's totally editorial no, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, and it's and an editorial dictate that they're not that to use me be, because
2: yeah. the whole i mean the deal when when he was promoting Wednesday Comics, the whole point was to get you into the comic shop every Wednesday to buy this newspaper. Right, and, right. and if you have a footnote or an editor's note telling you, hey, you know, this is last happening in this issue of Detective Comics or this issue of Action Comics, you might actually go to the goddamn comic shop and look for that in the back issue bins. And and work so for Jim Shooter. Help? It, yeah, seriously. Yeah. So wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't that kind of Help the people who are, who yeah, your customers that are buying your comic books for wouldn't hurt. And I've,
3: don't care about that. I've, I've heard people don't. complain, or I've heard people explain it away by saying, "Oh, well, you know, they don't do that anymore because of the trade sales. They, they when they when they it'll look silly when they put Bullshit. the trade together." Bullshit! They block those. They block. That's nothing. what I was just going to say. Yeah. I I don't buy that that reasoning because exactly what you're saying, especially because ninety five percent of comic book lettering now is done digitally. So yeah, you you could insert it into the issues you and see. say, oh. Yeah. And then, and then just just remove it. Yep. Just yeah, just remove it for the trade if it bothers it, you. I don't. It's silly. So I don't, it is. Yeah, I, don't I know. think we the, sound the like editors like plenty old men, but I don't. Right. Like it is no, one of those things it, where I just. Yeah. It, it seems like such an easy thing to do. And I mean, and you know that they, they. I mean, presumably they want you if you. Bought the second issue, like, I mean, I can only presume that if you're telling like a, four part crossover between two series. They're doing that in no small part because they're hoping you'll find a reason to then read the other series that you might not have been reading and then like that too. And so there's a cross-selling opportunity. So it's like they want you to go and know what issues to go read, right? I mean that they, it's not like it's supposed to be some grand but, mystery.
2: I mean even – and and I mean not recently but, but pretty – Within the past few years, I mean, the craptastic the, the lightning strikes crossover between JSA and JLA when, when Melch started the Justice League of America and it crossed over with Justice Society. It, it was five issues, and, and you had no idea that one went into the next or where. It, it, it never said stop before you read this make sure you read and it, it was it was it was yeah. two, two titles it was just five issues and it was it was it was a really horrible legion of superheroes
0: i was gonna say especially when you're dealing with the legion you yeah, better you know, put damn footnotes seriously. in that you know but isn't isn't the job uh, in addition to being the comic book version of the air traffic controller isn't the editor's job to facilitate the success of their creative team's work so why wouldn't they put those damn yeah, things in? I, I mean, you're just making it easier for the, the thing to resonate with your your readership. It's it, i don't know. It just seems like such an easy thing. Why won't they do it? Yeah. Maybe it's it, maybe it's maybe it's a And considered look if anyone's listening out
3: there that's an editor or knows people or has asked to editor of this before and there's a legitimate reason
2: we can't we're not conceptualizing, by all means let us know because I, don't I understand why. Yeah. 'Cause if if I'm sitting down and, and yeah, I know the the a canned response is, is you know, well, you can always find it on, on Wikipedia. But the problem is, Wikipedia people who write for Wikipedia love spoiling shit. So even if I'm looking for one little blurb <laughs> as to why Metamorpho is a certain way or when he last did something, <laughs> I'm also going to have to go through five paragraphs of what he did before getting up to that or after that, and and it's going to ruin something else. Well, and, and I will also say too that uh that that. As much as Wikipedia is great and
3: all, I mean, you know, whatever. But it's so But it's it's it, that that is again weak. That's weak. saw storytelling. You know, if you if you oh, yeah. like, you, you shouldn't need to go then.
2: And if I'm sitting, if I'm sitting somewhere reading my comics, I'm not going to then turn around if I don't have the iPad next to me or I'm not in front of my computer. I'm really going to put the book down and go. Okay, well, wait. Why did, what? Why did Batman just say that? And I'm going to go and try to read the fucking Batman wiki page. To it's not your job.
0: Down. It's not your job to do that. It's another
3: example of how digital comics could be badass if they execute them well. Yes.
0: Like, like uh, Sealy in, in, uh, and Norton's thing.
3: And that no. one came out, yeah. I have no. to get them. Oh, that one. Yeah, it was going to be my in your oh, travels. We'll oh, keep hey, doing it. Hey,
0: you could do that. Thank you very much for being here with us uh, and thank you DCBS, DCBS Discount Comic Book Service. That's DCBS, what's the Earl
2: Service. D C Yeah,
0: I'm loopy. DCBService.com for helping facilitate this mess and don't forget about the Summit City Comic Con either. SummitCityComicCon.com. In your travels, in your travels, make sure to pick up Remender, more, and now Mr. Tom Fowler's take on uh, Venom. It is great stuff. Wow, was I surprised at how good this thing was. Uh, Flash Thompson in the uh, symbiote for 48 hours at a stretch, or unless it'll bond to his ass and then, uh, you know, all bets are off. But it's really good. It's exciting, and, and I, I, I hazard to say I haven't seen uh, Jack-O-Lantern this menacing in a long friggin' time.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll read the first issue, maybe we'll talk about it next week.
0: Okay. I know Jason read it.
2: hmm
0: Yep. There you go. All right. Venom. Cool. Venom.
4: Uh, in your travels, uh, make sure and pick up, we talked about Fear Itself, and I had mentioned the, um, the Fear Itself Youth in Revolt. Comes out next week, and uh, go out and pick up what should be a pretty good story from Mike Norton and uh, and Sean McKeever together again, like peanut butter and jelly. Oh.
0: Is uh, Scott Pilgrim in it? What the hell is his name? Michael. Um... Uh,
2: Brianley O'Malley.
0: No, the guy that played Scott oh, Pilgrim. Michael Sarah? Yeah, Michael Sarah, because he was in Youth and Revolt. See where my Hilarious. brain goes? Oh, sorry. Oh, that
4: was He's terrible. Good. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: If I don't know the guy's name, it's kind of hard to formulate yeah, the joke, yeah. isn't it? Uh,
2: Asshole. Your travels. Uh, here's I, I read. I read the first two issues and talk about it next week. This was one of the things on my list, and it's only two ninety nine. Come on, seriously. Uh, nice. Butcher Baker. But is it twenty 99. pages? Joe, oh. It's a lot more than twenty pages, dude. It, Joe yep. Casey, Mike Huddleston, Butcher Baker, the righteous maker. Get it.
0: You're gonna talk about that next week. I'll talk about it next week. All right. All right. I, I write so that and, down in the. I'll underline and, it. And
3: uh, in your travels, I have two things. I'm going to cheat because one's electronic and one's not. Uh, as right. we just talked, uh, the Awesome by Four Star Studios double feature, which we gushed about the first uh, set that came out last month. Um Truth. Their May issue is now available through iTunes. If you've already downloaded the app, you can just get the uh, issue directly through the app. But it is there. Uh, horror feature, and it's two horror-themed stories. You've got "Monsterology," uh, written by Mr. B. Clay Moore, and illustrated by Mr. Ryan Brown of "God Hates mm-hmm. Astronauts" fame. Uh, and then you have a Kid Cthulhu uh, hey, story, God. which uh, Vince is going to be loving, I'm sure. Uh, written, you got a tissue? Uh, excuse me.
4: Got
1: a
3: tissue? No, you used it for days after already. <laughs> uh, uh by Sean Dove who's one of the uh one of the the guys who's part of Four Star Studios with Tim and uh and Mike. So, yeah, so definitely check that. I haven't read it yet, but I did uh, download it today and I'll read it on the uh on the way to work tomorrow. And, and then if you're more into the print comics, which uh, I think most of us uh could say we we are, uh in this month's previews, uh congratulations to um you know our buddy Sean Pryor who is the uh the head of a, a new, uh, indie label called Action Lab. Uh, the first comic that, uh, that they have released is available through Diamond Previews. So it's a momentous occasion. It's called Fracture. Um, yeah. it's a three issue mini series. Uh, it is, uh, written by Sean Gaberin, uh, Pencils, uh, and I think Inks as well by Chad Ciccone. Uh, and dave Dwanch uh does the uh i think the colors in the in the uh the lettering but uh yeah it's it's uh it's groovy I got an advanced copy it's um it it's it's a lot of fun the the primi- i don't want to give away the main hook but it basically i'll leave it to you like this it's uh it's Superman meets Sybil. uh put it oh the boy it. Uh, nasty <laughs> but yeah but but real cool I think that it was really well executed and uh I'm really really happy for those guys it, they they uh you know they've worked hard it's been Six eight months they've been working on this and and really had to fight tooth and nail the last few months to get you know Diamond is, does not make it easy for small press creators to get their stuff in in uh, Diamond previews anymore especially if you're a first timer and they they managed to do it so you know basically uh, by all means support them it's uh, it's certainly not uh, it's uh, it's certainly worthy of your of your effort so
0: but 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 aren't they the only place where you can get comics oh fucking Diamond
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Wait in that I, I know. Can <laughs> you feel the down. love? Can yeah. you feel the love? Uh yeah. Fracture looks really cool. And I, I was really uh I really admired the promo cards that they had in the D C B S box. That was really slick. Uh
3: they're doing a great job with the presentation. I mean they you know I think they definitely are you know I mean they uh Sean is definitely uh a um, an excellent ambassador a for Miller's yeah. but to. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's tailor-made for, for uh, being a hype man on, you know, on yeah. stuff. So, nice guy, too. Yeah.
0: There you go. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here with us. Maybe we'll clean up the place next week. Probably okay. not. Nah, we won't. So uh, c- come back and join us. We'd love to have you. Bullpenbulletinspodcast.com forward slash forum, www.11o'clockcomics.com. Uh, follow our asses on Twitter if you want. And please, if you have, like, two minutes, leave us an iTunes review. That'd be really great, because I want to see a big three ought-ought.
3: I'd like to see, like, 500. We slowed down. That'd (laughs) be
0: cool. Yeah, you know, we got a a flurry of them uh, last time we we solicited. Frank get up, fucker. Yeah, come on, jack us up, 300. We don't
3: ask for any money. Just hook us up. (laughs) That's the way you can pay us.
0: (laughs) We don't ask for any money. (laughs) Unless it's.
4: But let's be clear, though, people. Five-star reviews, okay?
0: Well, no. Come on. Yeah, we want the truth. No,
4: five-star reviews. I don't want to hear no fucking bitching. Go leave your positive review right now. Oh, that's my true. goodness. I want all positive reviews, people.
0: You'd be <laughs> a great politician <laughs> because... I used to say, oh,
4: just say whatever you want. No, yeah. fuck that. Go you made it well, like two-plus well. hours into this episode, so you had to like it. Go leave a positive review. That's
0: a good point. If you're listening They're to just wait this, wait get to it's a good travels. Does everyone from Chicago dabble in untruths?
4: What yeah. untruths? About what?
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. Chicago? I'm, I'm kidding. I'm trying to stoke your fire, dude.
2: We already did. We talked
0: about the pizza. <laughs> oh, no, bu- don't. The, the bucket pizza. <laughs> you know, if they ever run out of sandbags in, in, with the Mississippi, they can always put buckets of Chicago pizza. Your
4: pizza you, you're not allowed to talk about food. <laughs>
0: we <laughs> we love you there. the mississippi is cresting the chicago pizza wall <laughs> oh, that's nasty i'm sorry i love you we love you bye
4: oh it's so good so
0: fucking good oh